Hey, when does the show start? It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. All right, here it is, Tuesday, the 18th day of July, 2023. Thanks for being here. It's the BS, all sponsored by Sky River Casino, Hook Grove. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. Hello. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can also text us at that same number, messaging data rates. Apply the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com. Get our podcast there, hope you do, uh, as well as stream us anytime, anyplace, Anywhere and on the social media, listen to the BS. We are on the Instagram, we are on the Twitter, we are on the Facebook, we are on the threads, and we are on the YouTube at The Bailey Show. Now that we got that all out of the way, uh, here at the end of this hour, more Tears for Fears passes to give to you. We'll play a round of Order Up, and hopefully one of you will go see Tears for Fears and enjoy that concert. I don't yeah. think you will have the same issues with Tears for Fears as those women had with Miranda Lambert, when they oh. were taking a selfie in the middle of her show, she stops the show, she calls them out, and she embarrasses them, and uh, they say they're never going to another Miranda Lambert show ever again. Why, why did she do you? that? Why did she do that? Yeah. Well, there's two ways to look at this. If you're an artist, you're there to perform, you expect people that are there that paid money to give you their attention and give you the respect that you deserve, right? That's one way to look at it. The other way to look at it from a fan's perspective is, I paid my money to come into this venue to watch you perform, and I can do everything within the rules that I want. Absolutely. Everybody takes pictures, selfies, videos. This is a normal thing at a concert. This is not something that's unusual. Well, it, 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 it's not your normal selfie. They, 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 were, they were not that far from the stage, and they turned their back on her, and it's like eight of them. And then they took this picture. So they were like posing for a picture. But they're not kids. They're like middle-aged women that didn't look like they were trying to be rude. They looked like it was a girl's night out and they just wanted a picture. And I guess where they were sitting, it was lowered. So they couldn't get a good picture with her in the background. Right. That's why they turned their backs to get her like, you know, in the picture. With them. I can see it from both ways. I, you know, I think if I were the one taking the picture and getting chastised by the artist... I would have a good argument to why I could take the picture. But if I'm up on stage and somebody's doing that to me, I could justify calling them out. But there's so many artists now, though, that when they see fans doing that, they come and get in the pictures to participate right. with them. Social media likes, more eyes too, on your tour. They're too far off from the stage. It was like, uh, have you not seen this picture? I haven't seen it. It's like, uh, I mean, it, there's uh, definitely a considerable distance between who she's talking to and where she's at on stage. But isn't the better viral moment for Miranda Lambert to say after that song or whatever, hey, can I get in the picture or can I do, you know what I mean? Yeah, but she, she might be having a bad night. I mean, these are people, right? I mean, yeah. it, I, it's definitely not the best PR move for her. No. no. Right. I mean, it does, I think, in the public eye make her look kind of, I assume, 
I think she'll come back out and apologize and say, look, I was having a rough night. I, I, I read the room wrong. My bad. And she should be forgiven. And then you move forward. Sure. And it's, it's no big deal. Then she should hook those women up with some concert tickets for a later date. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody makes mistakes. No big deal. It's not the end of the world. It's not like, you know, they killed her cat or anything <laughs> like that. So, But I don't think te- Tears for Fears, you'll have that problem. No, they're I, not going to chastise you from stage. I don't. I don't think they'll stop on their second shout <laughs> and say, "Hey, look, stop taking selfies." I don't even know if that's the age group to take selfies at, che- at Tears for Fears. Probably not. To be honest with Polaroids. you, Polaroids. Stop with all the Polaroids. Well, I don't know. Everybody's taking pictures now, all ages. Yeah, I, I'm a. I'm a I, I, I do a selfie. Mm-hmm. I'd go to. I like. I'm a Tears for Fears guy. I'd do it. Uh, how was Boys the Men last night at the fair? Boys to Men was so phenomenal. I bought a shirt. This is my first concert shirt I've ever bought in my entire life of America. Well, good for you. I the only hiccup is I think I offended the people sitting behind us, and I think they left. But outside of that, what did you do? Well, we can't just roll past that. I mean, <laughs> Boys to Men had just started their first song, and they did the Motown Philly, and then the, like an instrumental was playing after that, and it was rolling into the song. It's our being song called Comforter, and they started singing it, and all I said was, "That's the wrong artist." Like Boys to Men doesn't sing that song, and I didn't say it rude because I already know you and us are gonna say I said it rude. I did not say it rude. Rach is my witness. All I said was wrong, wrong band. That, they don't sing that. So they're covering a song. That's no, what they you weren't meant? even singing that song. Like the guys just heard the beat and thought that the, that's what they were oh, going to sing. So you you were talking to a stranger yeah. that had you had really no business telling him that he's singing the wrong song. What do you mean I have no business? At concerts, everybody talks with each other and, and laughs and kikis. What do you mean? I, yeah, but that but your 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 chest. I, there's a word again. Chastising a stranger. <laughs> I wasn't chastising right? yeah. I mean, you turn around and go, oh, oh my God. dude, you're a little pitchy. Huh? <laughs> I, remember, I remember you at the fair last year, and you <laughs> ten times better. No. Remember when Stevie B was here? <laughs> you crushed it. What happened? Smoking more cigarettes oh this year's my fair. One too many uh, elephant ears for you, sir. You don't turn to a total, I even know that, and I have a hard time with my filter. You don't turn to a stranger and go, Right, and I know how you said it. Don't, I said don't, it very nicely. You can't say that nicely. Yes, you can. It's I, like you can't tell a mother her baby's ugly nicely. <laughs> like it's one of those things where you're correcting an adult in public, which nobody wants. No, there's no nice way to do that. I, I feel like I said it nicely, but they gave That's me not like this. Song. <laughs> they don't even sing that. They don't even sing that. No, your boys, the men. I didn't say it that way. Watch me. That's Bell Biv DeVoe. That's that's not that's not even that's that's quiet riot. That's Def Leppard. That's what my friends at the radio station say. <laughs> well, they gave me kind of like this funny look, and yeah. then the other guy was like, Oh yeah, that's the wrong song. Is this the dude with the mustache? Um no. Look like Freddie Mercury? Because my wife was sending pictures <laughs> and there was this guy that was like towering over I guess you guys behind it, uh-huh. his huge Freddie Mercury porn stash, and he's wearing a tank top. And I'm like, what is that? <laughs> it's like, is that like a fair, like, is that like an attraction? What is that? <laughs> she was like, it's just some real happy gay guy behind me. Yeah, he was, the guys were with them, I do believe. Oh. But after I said that to him, um, they kind of gave me like a funny look, and then the other guy laughed it off, and I thought it was cool. And then I turned around like not even five minutes later, and they left. Yeah, they're done oh with you. Do you have a fried Snickers? 
No, I did not have a fire sugar. I had a turkey leg that I devoured. Oh, the emu. <laughs> yeah, you got people inboxing me like emu leg. I'm like, look where you started. Oh, yeah. Now people don't think I'm dumb and I don't know what a turkey leg is. Think, huh? Yes. Yeah. Think. Yeah. Just because I'm listening to you because you say things very <laughs> convincingly. But now that your daughter's here, she's got what, how many years of school? Three more years? Yeah. Until she goes off to college. Mm hmm You're gonna see if she can get into EMU? No, I'm not. No. Thank you very much. <laughs> they serve chicken legs. No. For lunch. <laughs> liberty, liberty, liberty. We had a great time. I found out that Boys and Men can play guitars. They did some cover songs, which I thought was really neat. Mm-hmm. Everybody was into it. it was well, you didn't get to enjoy the fair because no, you got I there didn't, late. Because I got there late. Yeah. Rach got there way too early. Yeah, she got there way early. I got there way late. And I'm going on Thursday, so I want to get what I can. I'm not, big, I'm not a big fair guy. I'm just going because I've never been. To this fair and just soak it in, but I, I don't like do rides. Games. That's what I wanted to do. Play some games. Problem with playing games is if you win, you have to bring home something you don't want, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? For a little while, right? It's yeah until until it falls apart because yeah. of mildew, <laughs> you know, or the fish dies, right? Yeah, that was always my go-to game. I'd walk out of the fair and I'd like twenty goldfish. <laughs> And we know you can't keep fish alive. Right. Well, I did. I mean, I was a kid walking out of this, like all these bags of goldfish, a giant frog over my back, like, best day ever. (laughs) (laughs) Fair rocks. (laughs) Um, All right. The Powerball is no longer $900 million. We'll tell you where it's at now. And from what I read, uh, KCRA had a uh, uh, a story on the Powerball. There is a place in Sacramento, uh, I guess not secret place anymore, that people line up to get tickets because so many people win there, which is an interesting conversation to have. Like, for you diehard lottery players, where are you going? I mean, you want to share? Yeah. Because it surprises me that you would go into Sacramento to a store versus, Mm -hmm. like, there's a place right off of, you know, Bunker Hill Road in Auburn, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 916-909-0985. Thanks for listening. Give us a minute here. Hang on. Nobody won the Powerball, which means that $900 million rolls over. Ugh. So uh, as of right now, it's just over a billion dollars. Uh, that would be so amazing. The only downside is you're not going to be a billionaire, but you're going to be a super millionaire. That's for sure. I mean, at I, that point, I, I hate matter. this conversation. You know, you know, I don't know, man. They're taking so much money out of it. Just, <laughs> you might as well not even play. It's the stupidest radio conversation. <laughs> Every everybody, it's a billion, but you're not really getting a billion dollars. You're only getting like half because tax taken out. Who cares? It's free money. Yeah, but for a brief moment, you are a billionaire. Briefly, yes. Who cares? How many? Can you ever say it again? Who can say they're a billionaire? The it's more money than any person needs. I mean, really. I mean, the, I guess if you won a billion dollars, it would boil down to just under $517 million. Nobody needs that much money. How can you even live on that? Yeah. Oh, I can. Because I had a billion dollars. It's crap, man. I'd sue because I won all billion dollars. But you said if you won a lottery, you wouldn't even stop working anyway. So your life wouldn't really change much. You just keep right on going. Like, what would you do drastically different? Uh... I need some new sneakers. Oh, my gosh. You can buy sneakers now. You need some Yeezys. Now, I mean, there's nothing that, like, I'm not a fancy car guy. 
right? I like our house that we just bought. Um, I mean, I'd probably get, you know what? I'd, I'd upgrade Rach's ring. That's what I'd do. I'd get her a nice new ring. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure Bees would hit me up. She wants a Jeep. So Jeep. Get Jeep. Jeep. Yeah, nice Jeep. She will want more than a Jeep if you want a billion dollars. Trust no, and I, believe that. No, no, no. She she wants a Jeep. I mean, she's pretty pretty focused on just getting a Jeep. I mean She'd probably want a G Wagon at that point. What's a G Wagon? It's a Mercedes Jeep. No, 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 no. She wants a Jeep because that's what all the kids are driving. So Yeah, like Jeep's real big with young people right now. There there's nothing like there's nothing that's out there that I need that much money to buy. There's, there's nowhere I want to go. I'm not a big travel guy, nor do I feel the need to travel. I'm not one of those people that have to have the freedom to live wherever I want. And mm. I don't care if I have money in my account. I'm just living free off the land. I'm not one of those types of freaks. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, so. But it'd be nice. I do charity stuff. You do charity stuff. Oh, I would. So then you're not even playing a lot of it, right? Because you don't need, you don't. Well, I, I haven't played until that conversation we had yesterday. There's a reason I'm bringing it up uh, for numerous reasons. One, because it's it's a, over a billion dollars. It's just what, like the third largest it's ever been? Yes. Uh, so that's kind of cool. And it could be even more than that by the time Tuesday rolls around. Uh, today is Tuesday. It's oh, Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Right. Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday's drawn. Yeah. Third highest. Uh, let's see. What do you have? One in $292.2 million. Anyway, I bring this up because the story that I got off of KCRA is interesting. I've never seen a lottery story like this where they mark a certain location where people are lining up to buy tickets. Now, I'm going to butcher most likely the name of this place in Sacramento, but if I were to pronounce it the way that it's spelled, I'm going to say it's pronounced Lichins. L-I-C-H-I-N-E apostrophe S. That's what it looks like to me, too. Mm-hmm. It's a French word, right? Lichins mm-hmm. uh, in Sacramento. And the reason being is from what I read, like, this place sells winners. Winners. Okay. But that has just it, lottery or scratchers? Because I'm a scratcher too. guy. Oh, I'm scratchers a scratcher too. guy. And and so like I looked this place up and right now they're busier than usual. You know how like when you go to Google it has little lines of it's busier. <laughs> right now it's busier than usual. People are getting their tickets. But on their like when you Google this place and the pictures that you can preview it that were, you know, taken whenever, it, it they have liquor and it's like a deli and stuff. But they have pictures of people waiting in line, which I thought was very interesting <laughs> that you usually wouldn't want those pictures. Like, why would I go there with all these people in line? Exactly. So I guess it's understood that you go to this place to buy tickets. Now, that's great that they have a track record of selling winning lottery tickets. But I'm here to tell you that it doesn't matter where you buy the ticket. No. It matters how you buy the ticket. What do you mean? Hmm. You have to have an organic story of negativity (laughs) and sorrow in order to win the lottery. Not scratchers. Right. But in order to win a large amount of money from any lottery system, let me tell you, they've got a guy, just one guy that's in charge of all the lottery, and he looks at people that have really bad stories, (laughs) and he travels all across the country. He stands next to the lottery machines. He'll talk to you. Like if you ever talked to you by a guy, it's this then guy. You know it's him. It's, it's him. It's one guy. Just travels. Go get your best story ready. <laughs> it's like a Michelin star. And, and he and he asks. He asks like, "What's the saddest thing that's ever happened to you?" <laughs> and if you got a good story, he marks it down. And then you, if it's a really good sad story, then you are eligible to win the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced that's. 
That's what happens. It's rigged. So I need to go to the store where there's a man that's kind of standing around out there. Doesn't look too suspicious, but a little bit suspicious because that's the lottery guy. Well, like deep throat. Okay. You know, he's kind of got the hat. Hiding in the shadows a little bit. Smoking a lot. (laughs) You know. I got a tip for you, kid. Come over here. And I know, and I never said it was rigged. I just said oh. it was tilted to the favor of people with sad Such stories. Such a wordsmith. Yeah. Because <laughs> they did buy a ticket, and there is a yeah. pool of them because everybody's got a sad story. But you gotta, it's got to be good because here's the payoff for the lottery, right? They can write it off for marketing because the sadder the story, the longer the legs. Mm, yep. The better the story, the longer the legs. People like us will talk about it. The news, you get some rich person that wins the lottery, nobody wants to talk about it. It's not a good story. I've mm. never heard of anybody rich winning the lottery, actually. Oh, I have. I know have? I know people that have money that have won the lottery. Oh, but so, they never cover it. So that's why we don't hear about it. Well, they'll cover it. They'll say, hey, you know, uh, you know, Kitty McFarland. <laughs> Kitty, yeah. You know, <laughs> of the, the famous McFarlands won <laughs> $8 million. I'm like, oh, great, Kitty. <laughs> good for Kitty. <laughs> All she needs. There's another million dollars to go shopping on Rodeo Drive. Buy more kitten heels. Now, if Kitty were not Kitty McFarlane of the famous McFarlane family, mm-hmm. and it was Kitty Bunker, you know, some white trash chick that lived on the streets. I think they know. call her Cat. Right. They, yeah, they call her Cat. That was her stripper name. Meow. <laughs> and she's trying to get her life back in check. She's trying to get her kids back. She was in a horrific... Um, hot air balloon accident over the Orange Bowl back in 88. <laughs> you know, she's burned halfway across her face. She just learned to walk again. She just got her memory back. You know, I mean, like one of those types of things. <laughs> right. Hey, we'll keep Kitty Bunkers in mind. <laughs> You're going to win the lottery. I'm telling you, kid, you got something there. Uh, the last time someone won the Powerball jackpot was April 19th at the top prize of nearly $253 million. Since then, no one has won the grand prize in the past 38 consecutive drawings. So, Here's the deal. You want to be a billionaire for at least a second, like Nelson said. Mm -hmm. You have to have, you cannot force a negative story upon yourself. It has to be organic. So in the next 48 hours, if you don't already have it, right? Stick to scratchers. Stick to scratchers. You're not going to win. Which, by the way, I have found that I'm I'm luckier at scratchers here than I have ever been. So I don't know if it's just me, if I brought a little luck here, or if it's because there are more people in California. Are there more prizes in the California lottery versus the Nebraska lottery I came from? But it's, how much have you won? I'm up two hundred, two hundred fifty bucks. I got a scratcher oh. in my purse right now. You gave me, and I keep forgetting to take it to the. You're place. up. I'm up, and that includes buying. Yes. Wow, good for you. I'm not, I haven't even bought a, a 20 I bought one $20 one and I lost. But I'm hitting 5, 10, 15 dollars every 2 or 3 dollars I'm putting in. Like every other ticket is winning. I used to win all the time when I lived in Florida. We'd buy the whole roll. I want to do that so bad. No, we were supposed to do that. We were going to do some little experiment. We never did. I want to do that I so do bad. That too. Yeah, Rach and I when we first started dating, you know, 10 years ago, we get a bottle of vodka and we'd buy a whole roll of That's scratchers. Cool. And just sit on my patio and get drunk and scratch it off. That's awesome. <laughs> and then whatever winnings we had, we would stumble to a different convenience store that was not far from my, <laughs> my condo at the time. It was, it, was, it was like our Friday night. It was a lot of fun if we That's weren't going out. Awesome. You know, and I used to do well when I lived in Florida. I moved to Georgia. I didn't win once. Wow. I actually Dang. gave up. I just like, I did not win once. So my mother, my 76-year-old mother, who is uh, today very upset because her internet went out. 
So she went her entire life, 76 years without internet. The first time her internet goes out, she's blowing my phone up, doesn't understand it. I said, it's out, Mom. I just checked. It's out. I don't understand what that means. <laughs> it's like when the power goes out. Don't fill it I, up again. I still don't understand, but okay, whatever. I'll sit and wait for it. So she's been waiting all day for this light to turn blue. <laughs> anyway, she horrible feeling, you know, though. she lives off of uh, her uh, Social Security Social Security, and maybe some pension and stuff like that. So it's, she does not live a lavish lifestyle. Uh, but when she gets a couple extra dollars, she'll buy you know a dollar scratch off ticket. Mm-hmm. Or she like for the past month she's been, Jace, I won eighty dollars today. Jace, I won seventy dollars today. Oh, hundred and sixty. She's Dang, blowing it up. That's good. And she goes and shops at this like thrift store. She goes, I'm going to L and M today because I saw this. <laughs> <laughs> I I saw this, and she buys the strangest things. Right, I saw this little red wagon. That I'm just going to put out in my yard. Like, there's no reason for her to have this. <laughs> she doesn't want. She it. just goes and spends her lottery winnings on thrift store stuff that she does not need. And she's got like the junkiest yard. She got like chandeliers hanging from trees and stuff. No. You know, you live your life. You do what you got to do. Right. <laughs> not the landscaping that I would take, but God only knows what would happen if she won a billion dollars. Oh my gosh, that she would own the thrift store. Yeah. She don't. She would go buy new things just to use them, to give them to the thrift store to buy them again. Yeah, that's what she would do. <laughs> Put it on a different shelf next time, Ted. <laughs> Where'd we get all this stuff? It looks brand new. Now it's used. I bought them. <laughs> just brought them in today. I'm going to buy them again because I only buy used. <laughs> all right. We'll get your uh, tickets. I guess this uh, Lachin's place. Lachin's. Lachin's. Not shit. Lachin's. Anyway, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, get a ticket. I guess they got good tickets there. Right. First round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what scam is hitting locals and why NFL running backs are pissed. Uh, All right. Yes, they are. All right. Two big stories (laughs) from today. I'll get you that here in just a minute. Hang on. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. This will be our first round of headlines. Thanks to good guys, heating and air, best service, best price, guaranteed. That's no BS. Good guys, heating, cooling. dot com. I just reached out to Jason over there today, just because I missed him. Good Jason. <laughs> yeah, good Jason. Love that. Good brother Jason. <laughs> just to ask him a question that was really unneeded and unnecessary. Just to talk to him. Just wanted to see the text from his voice. <laughs> see the text because I missed him that much. <laughs> All right, go ahead. A computer scam has hit Placer County, H1. Placer County Sheriff's deputies say they've been tracking a major computer virus scam that's already taken more than $100,000 from victims. This is according to Fox 40. There's another scam that's out. And, and I know we're thinking there's no new scam under the sun, but there is. And they come out daily. This one now is hitting home locally. A woman, they've not said her name or her age. Her computer froze. And when her computer froze, a pop-up came up on her computer that she thought was from Microsoft. And so then she calls the number it says for her to call. And she's in communications with this guy who's going by the name of Nick. And he's telling her that she has to send some money to the U.S. Department of Treasury. He talks this poor woman into bringing him $20,000 in cash to a grocery store parking lot in a shoebox. I mean, what kind of woman is this? Like, I mean, I know it's horrible to have this scam, but <laughs> Come right. on. like, who is. 
I mean, they, I think here, it has to be an older woman. Like they didn't put her name and her information out, of course, for privacy. But she has to be an older woman. My 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 mother would, if she had twenty k, she'd fall for that. And that's so sad. Wow. But, you know, it's it's just. I mean, that's why everybody falls for. Look at you. You fell for the Wayfair thing about the. I didn't send anybody any money. I just. Didn't I understand. Spend my money. It's the same concept. It's like, oh my God! I heard. I saw it must be real. I must do. I must react. <laughs> I wasn't. I don't feel like that was a scam. Well, it's I mean, the it's the same point of believing something that believing is not something real. that's not true. Yes, that's not real. I want to give you that without but, doing research. Like nobody should. Everyone should know if someone you don't know asks you for money and to meet them somewhere that it's bad. But you kind of give a mulligan because of the elderly don't know these things. They take it. I mean, they grew up in a day and age where. You took it as gospel. If it were written yep. down somewhere, it was real. If somebody said you owed them, you paid it. They didn't grow up in a time of fake news. They didn't grow up in a time of people uh, living their lives for likes and shares. Well, AI is only going to make it worse, too, because I saw this thing even on TikTok. It was an ad for a weight loss pill, and it's got a major country artist. Uh, I can't think of his name. The big boy. Luke, Luke Combs. Combs. It's got Luke Combs saying, oh, it was thanks to this person, so-and-so, that turned me on to this, and it's changed my life. I've and I'm seen 70. that. Well, if you look in the comments of it, it's been debunked. The woman he mentions in the ad has come out and said, that's not me. That's AI using his voice to Whoa. make a fake ad. I think they've done the same thing because Steve Harvey is on that ad, and it's somebody else who I saw on it, too, and I'm like, this can't be real. It's not. Do, do you have the uh, AI Johnny Cash quickly? Uh, I do have it. I don't have it in the system. I oh. can get it for you. Jesus. Oh. So one thing that they are telling anybody, but especially older people, if someone reaches out to you or contacts you and says you owe them money and you're not sure, consult somebody that you trust. Because my spiritual mother will do it all the time. She'll call me and she'll say, such and such contacted me and says, I got to send them money. Is this real? And I, t- I tell her, no, no. Don't send anybody any money. Unless their name is Nikki D, do not send them <laughs> no, money. No. Do you understand me? <laughs> do not send them money. Not even me. <laughs> Don't right. send out money. All right, next story. NFL rushers are speaking out about their importance to the sport. H2. At this point, just take the running back position out of the game then. The ones that want to be great and work as hard as they can to give their all to an organization just seems like it doesn't even matter. I'm with every running back that's fighting to get what they deserve. According to ESPN, NFL rushers are going to make less money than kickers in 2023. The numbers are coming in at $1.8 million for running backs and 2.26 million for kickers and running backs on average on average yes on average and running backs are speaking out and feeling upset that they're not being valued in the sport in different scenarios like that and that's what's happening so on. the the game is the game has changed i mean this is like the big juicy sportsy conversation in that world because mm-hmm. it is running backs and quarterbacks even more than receivers in my opinion used to be the stars. I mean, you look at the at, you know, the running back was like the cool guy, right? Even the quarterbacks, as as big of a star as they were, the running backs always had the swagger, always had that extra little oomph. Like who? Who was a running back that, that Emmett I would know? Smith. Uh, okay. Barry Bo, Sanders. Barry Sanders. Okay. Bo Jackson. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, you name it, there's been great running backs, okay. you know, and we've witnessed in our generation, our, you know, we've witnessed great running backs. Here's the thing. 
And they put their body through hell. I mean, they are getting hit constantly. Not so, not as much today as they used to, but when you had one running back and he lined up behind a fullback and they ran, 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 ran through, ran, 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 ran through, mm-hmm. he was getting hit every single time, which, you know. Wears and tears on your body. Wears and tears on your body. That's why running backs have a shelf life of 28. Right. They're done at 28. So you give a running back a shelf life of that much. So here's the change and the the conversation that that they're they're probably having. Where do you think running backs sit on the ranking of all-time point scorers in the NFL? Probably really low. Oh, no way. they got to be high. A running back? What do you mean high or low? Like they've scored a lot of points? No, I yes. think they haven't. That you think they have not, and Nelson, you think they have. I would say in the top ten, there's got to be three running backs or okay. in the top ten of points. Top scores. ten, you say three. What about you, Nikki? Maybe one. Maybe one. The first running back to get on the list of the most points scored in the NFL all time is at number 59, Emmett Smith. Wow. The top 25 Point scores, top point scores of all time, are all kickers. With oh, that ex- makes sense. With the exception of George mm-hmm. Blanda, who also played quarterback. I don't because know. they're I involved way more. They're kicking for field goals. They're kicking well, for different things. So that and, makes more sense. And their career lasts 15, 20 years longer than anyone else. Correct. Yes. I didn't think about that. Correct. But you can't. It's a team sport. You can't get in field goal range, and you can't kick an extra point unless without the, run, running, back. Without the running back getting you there, okay. or at least getting you to the red zone in order to get those three points. Wow. So it's a give and take, endless conversation, which in the sportsy world is juicy and could go on and on and on. I mean, right now, at Sports Talk Radio, what you're doing is what's more important, a running back or a kicker in the NFL, and you sit back for four hours and you just let your listeners talk about it. That's all because that's all they're gonna do. I'm gonna go find the first man I can when we go on break and go talk to them about it. And I'm gonna sound smart. Because <laughs> what are you gonna say? I'm gonna say, do you know who <laughs> scores more points, kickers or running? Oh, gotcha. <laughs> do you know who the all-time point scorer is in the NFL? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Can't even give you a name of a kicker right off the top of my head. It's Adam Vinatieri. I should. Dang it. That should be the only who one does he I know. Kick for? Well, he was a Colt for many years. Okay. As well as a Patriot, yeah. Okay. Won many a games. And then in second place is Morton Anderson. That is a name I don't recognize. Uh, oh, Morton Anderson. Uh, loves himself the drink. Yeah, I'll tell you. Should have just said, oh, Mort. And then I would have sounded all right. <laughs> I've had a few drinks with Morton Anderson. <laughs> but then you go Gary Anderson and then Jason Hansen and then John Carney and then Matt Stover. You know, uh, Morton Anderson played uh, for the the Falcons. He played for the Vikings. Uh, Same, I think, with Gary. Jason Hansen was a Detroit Lion, I believe. John Carney was a San Diego Charger. Matt Stover was a Baltimore Raven, I think. You know, so you just go with Jason Elam at number eight. He was a Denver Bronco. So you just keep going and going and going. But they're all point scores. Mm -hmm. You know, and then the first skilled position player to be on this list would be Jerry Rice at 41. Ooh, I was going to say Jerry Wow. But he's about 300 points behind Orlando Mare at 25, a kicker, uh, who I believe was the kicker for the Dolphins for many years. So 
That's insane. Is it? So that's the argument. You go, okay, so why should I pay these guys when I can live off of a three-year rookie deal? Thank you, Jamarcus Russell. Mm-hmm. A three-year rookie deal and then run that dude to the ground and either tag him at the end of it or release him and, get another, another and just one. get another one in the draft mm-hmm. because running backs don't go in the first round anymore. Mm-mm. You know, second, third, fourth round, and you make the best out of what it is. It's becoming a undervalued, underappreciated position because it's all about the air ball. Dang. And what can they do to change that? Nothing, right? No, you just got to have a be a beast of a running back and demand attention. Uh-huh. You know, I'll never forget the game. Emmett Smith. It was, I think, a Monday Night Football game. Uh, watching his jersey get ripped off because he ran the ball so hard and so many times, it was almost like he was running just with shoulder pads. And I was like, "That's a running back." Yeah, right. That's a beast of a running back. He was something else, man. But those times have changed. You know, you get a couple years in the league and then you're done and you're out. Or you're replaced and, and you're done. Mm. You know, so it's hard on them knees, too. Tears for Fears, Toyota Amphitheater. They'll be with the Cold War Kids uh, July 29th. Those passes up for grabs here in just a minute. Do need some players. We'll do a round of Order Up. This is a game where I'll play a piece of audio. Within that piece of audio, three pieces of audio labeled A, B, and C. Different categories, which you will know before you hear that piece of sound. And then you, with the help from Nikki D, just have to order them up. Oldest to newest, whoever has the most points, wins the game. It's just that simple. 916-909-0985. The first category is emu or chicken. (laughs) The second category is the correct lyrics to boys to men. (laughs) The third category is Wayfair or not Wayfair. (laughs) Winning them all. All right. 916-909-0985. Like I said, need some players. We'll do order up here in just a minute. Hang on. BS. BS. On 98 Rock. They can't spell the word chronological, but they're pretty sure it means to put stuff in order according to year. They're not in the right order. Get this in order. Think you can do that? Let's find out. Because it's time to play Order Up. Welcome back. It's the BS all sponsored by Sky River Casino in Elk Grove. Thanks for listening. My name's Jason Bailey right there. Nikki D and Nelson. Tears for Fears will be in town. Toyota Amphitheater. July 29th. Those are the tickets up for grabs. We're going to do a round of order up. We got Sean and Sack. How are you, Sean? Doing great. How are you guys? Good. And good. Austin in Jackson. How are you, Austin? Doing good. How are you guys doing? Text from Cleveland. Not sure where Dallas is from. You know, everybody's got the name. We're good, Austin. All right, uh, gentlemen, here's how the game is played. We're going to play a piece of audio. In that audio are three pieces of audio labeled A, B, and C. Nikki D's on both y'all's teams, so use her the best you can. She likes to be used and abused. All right, you're going to order them up oldest to newest. I would highly suggest you identify what you think each piece of audio is. I will give you the category. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, your competition can steal. Are you ready, Sean? Yes, sir. All right. Nikki D, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. You don't look very excited. Ready. Okay. The first category, you two, musicals. Okay. Musicals. Right, here we, we go. go. A1. A1. One day more. Another day, another destiny. This never-ending road to Calvary. These men who seem to know my crime will surely come a second time. B. Y125 
I've never heard of this being a musical, but the only thing that came to my mind was Mary Poppins. Did you know what A was? I, to be honest, I had no clue what either of them. All three were. I, well, I knew one trouble. of them. Um, we, we might be in a little trouble. Uh, B was, I knew the song, 100 some hours and minutes, but I don't know what musical that song comes from. I recognize the song. And then the last one was Blues Brothers. <laughs> I don't know how I know that, but I knew that one. Um, think about what you're trying to do to me. We'll take a guess. So let's guess. All right. So I think out of this, the oldest may be the Blues Brothers. So I would say C. And then that 100 hour song, I kind of feel like that's an older throwback. So I would say B A. So I would say C B A. C B A. Sean, I'm assuming you're going to agree with that since you knew none of them. I I have no other choice. All right. Well, you do, and I'm going to give it to you right now. It's a good answer, but there's so many other good answers out there. Uh, I know how you play this game. I'm just sticking with her. I don't play this game. <laughs> I host this game. All right. You want to stick with CBA? Yep. Let's do it. There's no way, right? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> That's correct. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> this game's stupid. Oh, let's go, Sean. You don't get the let's go. Oh. Yeah, you don't get the let's go when you <laughs> Mary Poppins. <laughs> C, the Blues Brothers. You did get that, 1980. That B is something Nelson doesn't pay. Rent, 2005. <laughs> and then A was Les Miserables. Les, okay. Les Miserables. Yep, that's exactly right. You nailed it. Or in English, we call it Les Miserables. <laughs> that was Hugh Jackman singing, by the way. In 2012. Les Lemiz. What what's that? It's Wolverine, the musical. He's telling me oh. <laughs> who's singing. I'm like, okay. Do you yeah. know who who Hugh Jackman is? I know who Wolverine is. Okay. No, no, no. Hugh Jackman. Right. It wasn't Wolverine. He wasn't he born plays Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah. He was <laughs> born Wolverine. He plays Hugh Jackman. <laughs> right. It was crazy when he pulled the claws out in this old French musical, but yeah. <laughs> it's wild. It's crazy. <laughs> All right, there you go, Sean. Uh, you got a point somehow. Austin, you're up now. Austin, right, your category, soundtrack songs. Okay, I'm good at this. Soundtrack, easy. Songs. <laughs> B1. A. Strange in your neighborhood. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters. No, 
That's the wrong song. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> All right, 60 seconds. Austin, Nikki D, order them up. <laughs> All right. Okay. Ghostbusters and Dirty Dancing. I don't know which one came first, though. Okay, well, A was Dirty Dancing because we got to get them in order. Time of my life, that was Dirty Dancing. B was Everything I Do, I Do It For You. What movie does that come from? Because it's a soundtrack song, so we got to say which the movies. Do you know what movie that song is on? Everything I Do. No, I know C was Ghostbusters, so. And then C, yeah, C was Ghostbusters. So the oldest out of Dirty Dancing and Ghostbusters, I think, is Ghostbusters. Oh, my goodness. Mm. This is tough. All right. Was Dirty Dancing versus Ghostbusters? I'm thinking C-A-B. C-A-B. So you think Ghostbusters, then Dirty Dancing, then Everything I Do For You. All right. Okay, I'm going to go with that. C-A-B. That works? Okay. Austin, uh, you too can change your life if you choose. (laughs) (laughs) I can change. You can change. Your boy can change. Uh, You want to stick with C-A-B or do you you want to change that answer? Let's go with C-A-B. That's right. We really need to kill this game. No, we don't. This game is great. <laughs> I, I feel like today's generation, like, you don't have to get it right to win. No. It's, no, you sure don't. Everybody wins. We should we should call this the, the, the eighth place award game. <laughs> I've had, in parentheses, the time of my life, Dirty Dancing, Bill, Medley, and Jennifer. Is it Warnes, right? Warnes, yeah. Yeah, 87. That was A. And then B. Uh, well, let's go in order. C, Ghostbusters, Ray Parker Jr., mm-hmm. 1984. Always wanted to know the answer to this question because he did nothing after that. Was he able to live just off of residuals from Ghostbusters? Had to be able to, right? Because anytime they would play the movie. I I would think so. You would think he's getting paid even on these new ones. Then you had, uh, I've had the time of my life, and then B, everything I do, more parentheses, I do it for you. Without a doubt, the best Lovey Love song ever by Brian Adams mm-hmm. and Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, oh, a fantastic film yes, from one Kevin Costner, now single, rightfully so. Dumb bitch wanted him off Yellowstone. I know she it. did not want him off Yellowstone. You Team Costner. Team Costner. Team Costner. 91. All right, there we go. Each of you got a point. Nicely done. Sean, the board is yours. Here we go. Right up uh, Nikki D. Squisher, this category. Trilogy movies. Trilogy movies. The prefix tri means three. Oh, God. See <laughs> one. There exists the genetic code. You'll be safe here. What kind of place is this? You're not the only one with gifts. For mutation. B. This is the weapon of a Jedi Knight. Not as clumsy or random as a blaster. An elegant weapon for the more civilized age. C. We are getting dug back. And we're the three best friends that anybody could have. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. We're the three best friends. God, I love the movie. <laughs> All right, there we go. Sean, Nikki D, trilogy movies. Order them up. Ha ha, fooled ya. I know these. A <laughs> is X-Men. B was Star Wars, because I heard him say Jedi. And then C is Hangover. So... How did you fool us? Like, don't you have to do something? Because you thought I wasn't going to know him because you said it was in my squisher. And normally I don't know him, but these. That would be surprise, the word you're looking for. (laughs) That's not. Surprise, yes. Yeah. So. Helping you out with basic English. (laughs) Who's my player? Because now you don't make me forget. 
You tell me. You should write his name down. You I got their names radio down. Radio person. I Surprise. I think you don't Sean. Remember. I think Sean. I think it's me and Sean up. All right. So the oldest out of X-Men and Star Wars is definitely Star Wars. So I'm going to say B-A, which is X-Men, and then C as Hangover being the newest. So I'm going to say B-A-C. B-A-C, Sean. You agree with that? Yeah, I, I do. I don't like the answer, but that's just me. You want to stick Love with it? Love this answer. Yeah. Come on. Where are you going? Tell us we're right. You are. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's clarify. It's B, Star Wars, A New Hope, mm-hmm. 1977. Well, at least they had an audit. A, X-Men, 2000, starring Wolverine. Um, <laughs> Patrick Stewart as uh, uh, Professor X. Yeah, but Wolverine, who's uh, played uh, Hugh Jackman. But Jack- it stars <laughs> Hugh Jackman played by Wolverine. Right, correct. That's what I meant to say. And <laughs> see The Hangover 2009. <laughs> Here we go, Austin. Time is a running out. Uh, oh, this one's definitely up in her squisher. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what is it? Historical events. <laughs> Historical events. Here we go. D1. As the Dow Jones Industrials took off on a fear-fed freefall to close down a record 508.32 points, panic traders worked through lunch hours. Jenner holding the lead, coming off the turn. Bruce Jenner has the lead. Butler struggling on the outside. Avila not trying to come back. It is Peel of Sweden. And as they come to the finish line, it is Bruce Jenner way out in front. Oh. This was made possible by our leader, Father Jones. I am here, the Spirit of Christ, to set you free. He offered salvation and a better world, but it came at a deadly cost. In a long time ago. (laughs) In a time long, long time ago. All right. Uh, There we go. Order them up, you two, please. Austin, Nikki. Austin, did you hear these? Yeah, I think A was a stock market crash. Okay, because I got something about a trader closed down. So, boom, stock market. Let me write that. Stock market. So I'm thinking 29. Okay. And then B, I know, was, they said Bruce Jenner. So, I'm assuming he was in the Olympics. They talking about his Olympic stuff then. I think that'd be 80s. All right. Since he was Bruce then. And then C was about Father Jones. I'm thinking he a cult leader or something. Oh, was it Jim Jones? He said Father Jones. I don't know which Oh, so it'd be Jim Jones. Jim Jones? Okay, so just letting you guys know because of time, if you get this incorrect, Sean automatically wins. Oh shoot! So make it count. ACB. Oof, I don't know about that. Okay, hold on. So the stock market crash. You saying is the oldest thing that happened? That was before the Olympics. Yeah, it's twenty nine. Okay, so A in the Olympics. Ten what, seconds. Well, A, B, C, or C, B? You think the cult thing happened before the Olympics is what you're saying? Yeah, A, C, B. Okay, A, C, B. All right. I'm going to go with you because I don't know. A, C, B. All right. Oh, gosh. For real, dude. <sighs> you can change it. Seriously. Okay, hold on. Let's look. <laughs> Let's look. What are you going to look at? <laughs> but I need an answer. Because the way he said that it really made me think we wrong this time. Okay, let me. Hold on. Three. Three. To, I don't know what we'll change it to, though. What do you want to Do you want to change You don't have to change I mean, it's a great answer. No, We'll go ATB. <laughs> I don't like it personally, but oh, if you want to stay in the game, you can change it. I mean, if it's wrong. <laughs> no, we'll stick with it. Yeah. Unfortunately, that is wrong. Oh, 
I tried. I, I don't know why people don't listen to me in this game. <laughs> you don't be Every single time. <laughs> I try to give them good advice, and they Dang. do not listen to we me. We try it often. The oldest was Bruce Jenner winning the Olympic gold oh. as he transported himself from the starting line to the finish line. <laughs> he did do that. 1976. <laughs> and Somebody took that audio and remade it under with Caitlin as the name. That's funny. <laughs> that was a great. Father Jones, as Nikki referred to Jim Jones in the Jonestown Massacre in 78. <laughs> Daddy. Daddy? <laughs> Before he killed thousands of people. It's my daddy up there drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> and then the newest was the stock market crash in 87. That was Black Monday. Mm-hmm. Not too many news reports in 1929. <laughs> talking about the... <laughs> he seems so certain about that one. <laughs> It fell a lot more. I believe TV wasn't invented (laughs) until the 50s, actually. (laughs) (laughs) We have just gotten reports that George Washington has crossed the Delaware. (laughs) 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 Sorry to break into regularly scheduled programming, but we heard Paul Revere is in town. He has got your mail. Did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. All right. So, All right. Uh, anyway, Sean, congrats, dude. Tears for Fears tickets. Enjoy yourself at the Toyota Amphitheater July 29th. Austin, you're a great player. You're a good dude. Try again this week, okay? Appreciate it. All right. We'll see you, dude. Sean, you hang on. <laughs> and to end tonight's news report, we have happy news. Baby Jesus was born. <laughs> if you know the old barn down on Willow Street, the manger in the back. Jesus Christ was born. I'm sorry, that misinformation. Jesus Christ. Jesus <laughs> sorry about that. But good news, we have a new family member here in our small town of Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Oh. I didn't realize it was on this side. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought it was across the ocean. Just all day, actually. So I currently have a, uh, well, the start of a uh, little feud going on my Instagram. Oh, no. What now? With a major company because of some comments that I made earlier today. Oh. I'd like to bring that to everyone's attention. They didn't realize, I think, that I had a radio show. Oh, no. (laughs) They didn't realize I was going to blast them. No, 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 no. I'm not blasting anyone. Mm -hmm. Just bringing the story up because it's, because I'm right. Of course you are. It's going to be a really short segment. It's just, I'm right. I'm going to tell you what it is, and then we're going to end it and do commercials. Okay. (laughs) So I'll tell you what that's all about here in a minute. Hang on. I said this before, and I'm not trying to beat up on Planet Fitness. Because they do good, and they're a decent gym. I like them. For people like you. What do you mean people like me? Beginners. <laughs> Beginners? Okay, I, I can take that. I am a beginner. Yeah, I didn't mean anything derogatory or negative about well, it. Well, I have to clear it up. Yeah, he wasn't saying, like, chicks. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. It's it's a gym designed to cater to people that 
aren't used to going to the gym. They don't supply a lot of weights on purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're not getting the meatheads that go in there and are training. You know, it's a difference between working out and training. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they're, that's their whole business makeup, which is I can totally respect. Because I think there needs to be a place um, for that. Like, I, I, and I've said this a million times before. The people that I envy in the gym are the ones that don't look like they've ever been in there. Because it takes a lot of balls to go in and do something that you're not used to thinking that all eyes are on you. Mm-hmm. When that's not the case, by the way. I mean, you have a couple ass jacks out there probably, but that's not the case. You know, nobody's staring at you going, they can't do this or whatnot. But I see older people in there. I see heavier people in there. You know, I love seeing the kids in there, even though nobody's teaching them how to use the equipment properly. That's what drives me nuts is like nobody knows the rules to a gym. Just because you're standing closer to the mirror doesn't mean physically you're getting stronger. Okay. It just makes you feel like you can see better. That's all. You don't need to be three inches <laughs> nose to mirror hovering over the dumbbells in order to work out. Got to see my gains, man. That's why gyms usually put a line there so you take a step back. And you should actually even take a step back from that so people can go and get dumbbells. One of my biggest pet peeves. Anyway, not my point. My point is, is uh, I think it's hypocritical that Planet Fitness has a what they call lunk alarm when they're supposed to be the judgment-free zone. I, I, I don't care one way or another. Explain the lunk alarm because you've told me what it is before, but I just don't think I'm getting it maybe. If you drop weights... Like, just drop them. Like, when you, if you're training or really working out, uh-huh. especially doing, like, cleans or clean and jerks, right, mm-hmm. or even deadlifts, mm-hmm. that's why they don't have any free weights, like, free bars, you know. And you can just, like, pick right. them up on your own. Okay. Because you should drop them. I mean, that's what you do. You just drop the weights in yeah, a safe way. Them you guide them down to the ground. You don't drop okay. them. You guide them down to the ground. Um, they don't offer that because they don't want that type of training in their gym because they feel like, it intimidates those that are just starting, which I agree with. It would and does probably. Okay. But you 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 tee yourself up as the judgment free zone, meaning don't come into our gym and make fun of somebody or look at somebody and judge them because of the way they look or the way they act or something. I'm all for that. I think that's great. I love the message. Mm-hmm. But you cannot have that message and have a giant sign on the wall. <laughs> With a giant siren that goes off and lights up if somebody, let's say, accidentally drops a dumbbell and you sound this alarm, the whole place stops and looks at you. And judges. And then people that work there come over to you and tell you not to do it. That, to me, is like the definition of judging somebody. So the lunk alarm isn't, say, I'm trying to work out and I drop it or I need help. I thought the alarm was to say, oh, something's happening. This person may need help. That's why it's going off. No, I'll tell you exactly. what. Have you ever read the sign? Yeah. What does it say? I mean, I don't have it memorized. I've read it before when we were in the gym. Well, you should have it memorized. Here's I do. No, you don't. (laughs) It says lunk, noun, slang. Yeah. One who grunts, drops weights, or judges. Uh. And then it gives you an example. Ricky is slamming his weights, wearing a bodybuilding tank top and drinking out of a gallon water jug. Yeah, what a for, lunk. Like, just that line is and, judging. And forbid you stay hydrated. Right. It's 109 degrees outside. I go through over a gallon. You should 
go through a gallon of water when you're drink or when you're working out. Like that line itself is a judgmental thing to write. It definitely is. So like my whole thing is always holding people accountable for their actions, mm-hmm. no matter who you are. I, I just I so I made a post about it today. Let me go to your post. And I said I forget what I said. I said something. I said uh, here. Let me read it. Oh, you want me to tell you what you said? It says the judgment-free zone doesn't allow judging unless you work out and make the siren go off, then you get judged. Whose idea was this, Planet Fitness? Hashtag judgment zone. Yeah. Judgment zone. That's what he said. <laughs> and so they replied somewhere. Uh, I don't know if they, they did reply. Maybe She they... replied. Oh, she did? It says our lunk alarm is designed to prevent intimidating behavior but never to judge our members. The judgment-free zone is meant to protect our members from behaviors they feel threatened by at other gyms. It's here for all the right reasons. But you can't, what if I go in there and I'm a starter and I'm like, okay, you know, this is what I think, this is what something Nikki D did. You know, she started, she just recently started out working out at the gym, right? She's doing Mm -hmm. a great job. I went in there, helped her out a little bit. The rest is all her. And, uh, but I remember the first, she was like, I want to get to a point where I can go buy outfits. And I think that's fantastic. <laughs> for a woman, that's great, right? Especially yes. for a woman. Because you want to get to a size mm-hmm. that in, in, a, in a body type that you feel like you can wear outfits that you might not normally have never been able to wear. Right. Right? Absolutely. And you are wearing those now, and you're mm-hmm. wearing them with confidence, and you look fantastic. Thank you. Right? Okay, so same with what a, maybe a guy wants to go in there um, and wear a bodybuilding tank top, right? <laughs> which I'm assuming what they mean is like the stringy tank tops. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gold's gym type thing. So maybe he wants to wear that. Maybe that makes him feel better about himself. Yeah. Right. It's his first day in the gym. He needs to be hydrated. He brings a gallon of water in because that's what he's seen other guys possibly doing. And he accidentally drops away. He's now being tagged by Planet Fitness, a lunk, monk, whatever the hell that is. And there's sirens going off. Okay, I get it now. I, I thought it was something completely different. But, yep, but don't you right. feel like that's hypocritical? It is very hypocritical when you break it down like that. Absolutely. You're judging your your people. Like when you're supposed to go in there and not be like nobody else is judging you. Like I'm not running. Let's just say that didn't exist. And mm-hmm. I went into that gym and I had my own siren. And I started, I started sounding my own <laughs> siren when people did these things, do you think that they would have a problem with that and say, hey, look, it's a lunk. You guys know what a lunk is? And I'm running uh, around as yeah. just a dude. <laughs> they would have a huge problem with that. They would. Right? Absolutely. They'd be like, sir, we don't do that here. We don't judge people. Judgment-free zone. Right. What if I walked around, the next person I see at Planet Fitness, and they have a gallon water jug, and I go, oh, you're a lunk. They're probably going to want to beat me up. Oh, they might hit you. And, and I say, well, no, 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 no. I'm just telling you what Planet Fitness told me. <laughs> Don't hit me, hit them. If you drink an, a certain amount of water, that's what you are. That, uh, that Look, the sign right Monk. there. Uh, if you drop the weight, it'll go off like you want a car. <laughs> but you won judgment. Have and you I, ever dropped it to make the alarm go off? Well, I always try to because I don't think it, it's Who's not like running they, the alarm. See, it's it, they. I don't believe they have sensors. I'm almost positive they don't. It's it's based off of the people that work there. Oh, they'll press a button or something. They they have like a lunk button behind okay. the behind the desk. So it's but I've had it go off on me many many years ago, 
I had to go off on me, and I got very, very upset. I was very angry, and I think I, I quit the membership, and I went somewhere else because I was so pissed off about he it. He threw his gallon of water and flipped over <laughs> a bunch of weights. I ripped off my bodybuilding tank top. And, <laughs> lunk mad! Poured water in my hair and then <laughs> shook my head. <laughs> Flexed and left. <laughs> uh, but I'm there, you know, like I work out there now, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, not probably not for long, but I, I'm... I'm <laughs> No, by my choice. I don't think they can kick me out because of this conversation. I know Laura was spicy on that post. But but yeah, I know she was. But I but I draw I I, like today I was you know, my wife goes with me and we work out in the morning and I was like, let's see if we can make this thing go off. Oh God, you're testing the lung alarm now. So I kept dropping the dumbbells. Because they only go up to like sixty pounds. they don't get, offer you a bunch of weights. No, they don't. Which is very uncomfortable because at least the one that I go to, there's some guys that, you know, are, are lifting a good amount of weight. And so, you know, you at least have, you know, two plates on each side, which would be technically 225 if the sure. bar were a true 45 pounds. It's not. You know, so you want to add some weight. Maybe you want to do 275 or 315 or something when you're doing squats or bench or uh, yeah, if squats is not unheard of to get to a weight like that. Maybe there's not a ton of people clamoring for 225 in bench, but squats you can really put some weight on. But it's funny to see that guy and he's got he got four Smith machines and the guy's got all the weights. <laughs> Nobody has any weights, you know. And there's they're just they don't have them available. So you have to wait till they're done. So you can't like you know another thing about the gym is you can't get stronger. Like they give you a ceiling, and it's like once you reach that ceiling. You can't get any stronger. <laughs> you got to go somewhere else. You've got to go. Like, they should have different tiers. They should have Planet Fitness, Galaxy Fitness, <laughs> Universe Fitness, yeah. Black Hole Fitness. Like, you graduate to the go next. Right. Yeah. What? Black Hole Fitness is great. Black Hole Fitness. Yeah. Somehow just the gravity's more when you walk in, so everything's even heavier. <laughs> now it goes up to 90 pounds, and then we go up to 200 pounds. So not trying to start a, you know, jihad with you guys cuz you guys do good good work, but it is a little hypocritical. I just wanted to point that out. It is very hypocritical now you've broken that down. So yeah, I'm sure you'll get another nasty round from them. What? <laughs> be interesting when I walk in tomorrow morning. <laughs> Why is my app not working? Well, here's the thing. Is if I'm judged, it goes against everything we in this cult supposedly believe in. Absolutely. Right? That's what You're she said. That's what now. she said. Right. In the best interest of our members. The holy fitness. Mm-hmm. Right? All right. Second round of headlines. What do you got? <laughs> I'm going to tell you how much an iPhone sold for at an auction and what good gesture a flight attendant did. All right. Get you those two big stories getting learned here uh, next. Hang on. I for no. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, all right, this will be our second round of headlines. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. Good Guys Heating Cooling.com. Best service, best price, guaranteed. Good people there. Very informative. I've learned a lot from them. Yeah, good Jason. Yeah, good Jason's my good guy. <laughs> Comes over and gives me good lessons. He does. On my good HVAC. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Can you remember your first good iPhone? H3. People are already waiting in line. Ultimately, the buildup is built on Apple's now iconic iPod, which debuted in 2001 and has since sold more than 100 million units. That's how many iPhones Apple may sell by 2010. 
So I love the fact that they pulled this commercial that you just heard here. Uh, they archived that they pulled it out of archive just because of this story that I'm getting ready to read you. This is coming from CBS News. Uh, iPhone 2007 sold for more than $190,000 recently in auction, which is three times more what the last original iPhone that was up for auction sold. That one only sold for $63,000. And this is the phone still being in its original shape in the box unopened. Yeah, they're called Mint, right? Untouched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You would think, though, there has to be something else because you would th- it's not that long ago. You would think that there would be plenty of those out there. That people would have had the forethought at this point to buy two iPhones then? Right, exactly. So there, is there anything else that makes it special? Was it a defect or callback or something? I have no idea why people are fascinated with No, 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 no. What, that, that phone in particular. That's what I'm saying. I have no idea what the fascination is with the 2007 iPhone. I don't know. But it doesn't I, say there was a, a defect or a callback or anything? No, I, don't, I didn't see that anywhere. Oh, that's, just, that's just odd then. You would think there would be a ton of them in box. A lot. It's not like Super Mario from 1987 and nobody knew stuff was going to be collectible back then. Or Star Wars figures, G.I. Joe, keep them in the the original casing and stuff like that. But by the time, like I remember, I was was late to the iPhone party. I was fighting it just like I fought social media for a long time. (laughs) And I remember what the first iPhone came out in 2006? Seven. Seven? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I was in Tampa, and I had an intern. We called him Lactate. And he was all about this. And he went, and he stood in line. And he got it, and he brought it in. And we're like, yeah, that's neat. You know, it's like it's this big, bulky thing. And we're like, it's a huge, it looks, it's like a, it's like one of the Ten Commandments. Right? <laughs> it's this huge tablet. <laughs> and, you know, not is this going to be a thing? I was too stupid to foreshadow the future, which would take over the world, right? Uh, I would still even think 2007. There's plenty of people that would have an iPhone 1 in its original casing. They, they call it the holy grail among iPhone collectors due to its extreme scarcity. They say it is uncommon to find a first-generation iPhone with no damage to its display or broken buttons. You know, because back then everything was buttons. Right. But you're you're right. Why aren't there more... At $599, I know that's still a, a big chunk of change. It's 499 and I think a reason why, too, that this might be a deal is because that original model, it was only in play for two months, and then they switched to something else. What, the four? He's talking about the one. That's, that's is, what I'm talking about. I'm just saying this says the 2007 Apple iPhone, the four-gigabyte model, originally mm-hmm. bought for 599 So but, maybe this was a, a U.K. story, so that but, could be. No, that's accurate, but the four-gig model was discontinued after just two months, and they replaced it by an eight-gig. Well, then that's, well, then that's why. Hold the, on for a second. For that phone. Right. Okay, you're talking about two different phones. No, we're not. We're talking no, about the, the same one phone. that sold is a four gigabyte phone. So what your question to answer your question, Bailey, before that's what makes it special. There was only a handful of the four gigs. Right. But that's the, the what iPhone was that? The first one. Right. Yes. Okay. So okay, I I thought I heard you say iPhone four. No, 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 no. I said four gig because that's okay. What the story so is. that's what makes it special is right. that it's the a different version. It's the four gig. Four gig only was out for two. Okay. months. Okay. So that like an eight gig one is not going to get you this much. Right. Now, thank you. God, it took us forever to get there. But I okay. Now I understand. <laughs> so what's the next? What's the next iPhone? because you know what I found the other day. I found my uh, iPod Nano. Is that worth anything? No, I don't think the Nano's worth anything. Really? Uh, I'm so sad. I don't but, I mean, mean to you break found, your heart. You found one that you've used. It wasn't new and never opened. Which should make it worth more. Right. 
<laughs> what songs is on it, maybe that matters. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you would think an iPad, maybe? It's loaded with LimeWire songs, which would make it even more... And how did you get them on there? <laughs> I don't know. I look at some of my old files of you know radio stuff, and they're all over the place. <laughs> Different file names, and they're not edited. It's just a, it's it's a mess. <laughs> it's kind of comical though. It's kind of funny. All right, second story. Finally, we have some good airplane news. H four. Miss Jessa is on her way home from her uh, Make a Wish Foundation trip, and she are y'all ready for this? has just beaten cancer and is now cancer-free. How do you like that? This is... Yes, this is our good guy story of the day. We hear so many stories in the news of crazy things happening on airplanes. And this was a story that really just melted my heart. Now, unlike Nelson, I did not cry. But this young girl and her mom's getting on a flight. They're coming back from a Make-A-Wish trip to Disney. And the flight attendant, uh, I, I don't know if he recognized her or if the mom told him, you know, she's coming back from a trip. She's fighting cancer. He gets on the intercom, announces to the plane who she is. She's only six years old. She just beat cancer for her second time and the plane just erupts with everybody cheering and clapping for the little girl and that's just heart-wrenching for me because I'm a mother and anytime you see your child like hurting or in pain I just couldn't imagine so this little girl beating cancer twice was amazing was it the flight attendant or was it the captain that got on no it was the flight attendant that got on and announced it for the little girl well, that's kind of yeah that's it's not as cool what? is it no it's, the captain should have said something yeah, what in between flight announcements? Like, and this is where you pull if we're in a water emergency, and this chick beat cancer. Like you want the captain, not the flight. The flight attends all, you know, chipper and happy. You want the guy that's the big dog. The big dog, you know, it's like, this is, this is Captain O'Malley. Well, he's got about an hour and a half left. Looks like a smooth flight back home. I'd like to make a quick announcement here. We're very lucky on this flight. We have a young lady that just for the second time beat cancer. And good job there, Cindy. We're very happy for you. Yeah, let's buckle up, sit back. We're going to have these some free for the peanuts. And we'll be landing on the chair shortly. Congrats on the cancer thing. No! Oh, the cancer thing. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's what you want. That yes. is not what you want. You don't want your cancer sandwich between good air and peanuts. No. Uh, if you notice, I put the... Pass the seatbelt sign back on. We're about to purge some rough air. <laughs> Just wanted to let you know that our flight attendants will be taking a seat. We'll try to resume beverages here shortly. In the meantime, I'd like to tell you about Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> She's sitting in 12B. She just eat cancer for the second time, and we couldn't be happier here. American Airlines for her. Good job, Cindy. Make sure you buckle up, and we should be landing shortly. That's what you want. Yes. Right? That's like <laughs> yes. the gold standard. That's the that's the captain. Uh-huh. No emotion. Just straight up in your face. You want emotion. No, you don't want. No. Had the little girl standing there. It's Trip. Trip. <laughs> what a great name for a flight attendant. <laughs> <laughs> What else could he have been? <laughs> Hello, it's Trip, and welcome to the sky. <laughs> Just want to say congrats to Cindy. She beat cancer. Pa, 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 pa. That's over the top. It's too much. That is not too much. Trip, uh, I'm going to jump in here for a second. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd also like to say congrats to Sunday. Back to you, Trip. <laughs> Thanks, Captain. Woo! Now, see, that would have been good. The captain could have jumped in and bowed of that. Yes. If they were on Southwest, you would have had a gay white man rap. Yeah. Oh, yep. <laughs> oh, that kind of thing. <laughs> anyway. Uh, 80s and 90s, uh, Gen Z. What did they miss out on? So Reddit has a thread listing some different things. Generation Z would be... 96 on. There you go. 96 on. So maybe some of you are Gen Zs or your kids are Gen Zs, and you probably say this and have this conversation quite often, things that they missed out on. But it's an interesting thread that Reddit did, so we'll kind of run through some of those here in a minute. Hang on. Welcome back to the program. It's the BSL sponsored by Sky River Casino and Elk Grove. Pay them a visit. They'd appreciate it. You have a good time. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. There is Nelson. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can also text us on the text machine at that number. Messaging and data rates apply. You know, you everybody's got, you know, of course, different upbringing in what you remember from growing up. And then as you get older, you do things that you say you'd never do, which is tell others how great things were when you were younger versus <laughs> right you know, yep. so i'm never gonna say that and then we end up doing that right but there are certain things that at least one thing right that when growing up we try to pass down and where we tell somebody else that's a lot younger you know you're never going to experience this this was cool wish you would have experienced this mm-hmm. uh i mean i can think of a probably a million off the top of my head standing in line for something you're all about the standing in line. I know that was cool and a slice of that piece of life, but that's not, my mind never goes to that. I, I never said it was cool. I said it was, I never said it was anything. I just, it was a memory uh-huh. that will v- most likely not happen again, or at least that often. That makes sense. To go to the record store, stand in line for the tickets or a CD, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, the last. Of my memory, people doing that. I remember seeing the newscast when Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 by GNR were released in, like in L.A. at uh, Tower Records. I think Tower Records is in L.A. Tower or, Records, right? wow. And, and everybody was lined up at midnight for the release of Use Your Illusions 1 and 2. I mean, there's just something about, outside of the tangible item that you're waiting for, it's the camaraderie that you have with people you've never met. Mm-hmm. Right? Standing in line for a concert ticket. To even be going to buy a CD, they won't ever, ever get that experience. Everything's strange. Right. Now, I hate lines. I oh. mean, I'll be the first to tell you. I am a snob. <laughs> I, I hate absolutely lines despise lines mm-hmm. as a 48-year-old man. But as a kid, when you had no choice. It was fun to be in there and laugh and talking. Oh, my God, what are you getting? What are you getting? You you had no, I mean, one, you had no choice, but two, you had nowhere else to be. Yep. <laughs> there wasn't nothing right. going right. on. <laughs> it's not like you had to go home because you had work early the next nope. day. And if you did have somewhere to go, you just blew it off. Absolutely. It was great. <laughs> yeah. So there's a thread on Reddit uh, talking about where millennials and Gen Xs, that's us, are talking about the things from our childhood that Gen Zs never get to experience. And now millennials, like it or not, you guys are old. Yeah. Yeah. You're not the kids anymore. No. You're the dum-dums. <laughs> no, because Gen Z and Gen Alpha. There's two there's two generations under us now. Uh so here's one, not having all your screw-ups forever uploaded to the internet. Thank you. Absolutely. God. I tell my daughter that all the time. Like you kids now are so dumb, you're gonna always get yourself in trouble because I'll put everything on the internet. Yep. 
everything. Right. And it also kind of waters down those pictures that your mother would share with the girl you're taking out on a date uh-huh. of like that embarrassing moment mm-hmm. when you're naked in the bathtub, <laughs> when you're two. Yep. You know, like every single moment now is captured versus those, I can't believe I actually got a shot of that. I just happened to be there. Special moments, special little things, nibbits. You normally only had like proms and stuff like that on pictures. Like the idea of a Hallmark moment doesn't exist anymore. No. That's the whole idea behind the store is that there's a special moment in time. Mm-hmm. Every moment is captured huh. in time now. Almost every day. Right. right. So it's not it's not it doesn't have it doesn't hold that much juice. Parents that let their kids run free. Nope. Mm-mm. Not happening. Mm-mm. Not a chance. Not even us Gen Xers will let our kids run free. And I feel bad. I felt really bad, especially when my daughter was younger, because I can remember being her age and just being outside and playing, but I couldn't do that because number one, she was a girl. She was the only child and it just wasn't safe. Right. I'm I'm sorry. I I read that one wrong for purposes of this show. Okay. Parents, parents that let their kids run free on purpose. And we'll get to that later with Nelson. Oh, okay. Got you. I got you. now. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) When I was eight, I would go to the mall and just walk. They, all right, here's, yeah, but you're here's a different breed. Five, ten. What do you mean I'm a different breed? Like, it's no different than anybody else. There, there weren't a bunch of eight-year-olds walking yeah, around I the mall. I couldn't do that at eight, but I know your generation could at eight. By the time I was eight, no, I couldn't go to the mall by myself. I can go around my neighborhood by myself. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it's uh, Gen X or and uh, uh, but I mean, even yeah. there, there were still. I mean, the stories of you know Adam Walsh, his kid, and, and or yeah. Adam. Adam Walsh. No. Walsh, right? That's the, the... The kid's name was Adam, right? I thought his name was Adam. I don't know. But the kid down in South Florida... Yes, the, he started the whole thing about like finding missing people because right. of that. Yeah, because of that. So that, that existed. I just think my mother, because I wasn't a good-looking young man. I was a little chunky, had a bunch of freckles, goofy hair. You weren't snatchable is what you're saying? I don't think she thought anybody would take me. <laughs> uh-huh. And she was right. Because they didn't. <laughs> now, I'm sure I was probably eyeballed a couple times, but they were like, there's a weight limit to kidnapping. And this kid exceeds it. And he's going to ask for something to eat all day long. Oh, yeah, you're no. going to have to feed him. That was no. the advantage of being a fat, ugly young man. Yeah. Because nobody wants you. Right. Right. <laughs> So there you go. I saw this thing the other day that was like uh, Gen Z asking, you guys used to drink out of the hose? Yeah, we weren't allowed to come inside. Like, Mm -hmm. we had to go outside. We came home at the end of the day. So that's where we got water from. Oh, I know. I had that conversation with my wife this morning about something. Plus, hose water hit different, didn't it? It did. Once the the hot water came out of the hose, the stuff that had been sitting in the sun, and you got to that fresh, cold stuff, that was good. And the grains of dirt that were around the thread. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Musical environment, uh, I'm sorry, involvement. Spotify has made everything so available that it's destroyed a sense of connection. Yep. When you're only buying a few CDs every year, you got to know those albums inside and out and even go back a little bit farther with the importance of radio. Mm-hmm. You know, where you would, I know, I remember listening to the radio because I started to learn the algorithm of programming and know that this song, the rap version, would only come on at nights, and I'd have to listen past 8 o'clock, and, and then I started to learn that they were playing it every, like, 42 minutes. And, you know, so... I never learned that. That's good. Well, well I mean, it's, now you should know it because that's I what mean, happens. I mean, of course <laughs> I right. know now, yeah. but I'm saying when I was a kid, I never knew that. How about the mixtape, man? Oh, my God, what am I watching? It's Naked Children. Okay. What? Yeah, it was a Led Zeppelin video. Oh, 
my goodness. But yeah, this the is- mixtape. Remember the mixtape? Yeah. And you would have like the hold on, hit record because your song was about to come on, and you'd mm-hmm. yell, you'd yell at the DJ, stop, t- stop talking. I'm trying to make this mixtape for Sarah. <laughs> I like to take pride in that. I think I'm the first one to ever pirate music. <laughs> Van Halen's 1984, I dubbed. Oh, on a you know, I had a couple different recorders. Nice, and, you know, play record, sure. Uh, checking the TV guide, getting excited about a show or movie that'd be on later in the week. Having <laughs> everything on demand ruins that. I agree mm-hmm, with that. Absolutely. I know you're talking about the magazine, but we were just busting our boss AA run out about this very thing the other day. You remember when cable used to have the TV guide channel? And then you would have to go to that, whatever it was, on channel 23, and then you'd wait. And, and while it scrolls up. And then someone it would invariably say something to you right when MTV was about to come up, and you'd go, what did you need? Son of... Now you got to wait through all, <laughs> at the time, 60 maybe channels is all there was. Around. I hated that. <laughs> There's only maybe one person listening right now that will understand this, but there was something in, and I believe it was only in like two or three different states up north. It was called Super TV, and it was the precursor to cable. Really? And there was a box, and it came on at 7 p.m., and you turned to a certain channel on your TV, and then you know the box would pick it up. And then from 7 to 8, they'd have like previews or 30-minute little whatever. And then at 8 o'clock, you'd have your feature film, whatever they had. It was just one movie. You'd wow. watch. You either liked it or you didn't. And then when that was over, you got into the light blue 10 o'clock on the guide, which meant that it was R-rated. So, like, the best little whorehouse in Texas would come on. Then after that, you got Debbie Does Dallas. <laughs> wow. Yeah, baby. And it would then just go off, and it would be done for your programming for that night. And I remember I wanted to see Debbie Does Dallas. So I had this kid staying over. My, I had a friend of mine staying over my house. We snuck downstairs to where it was. It was only on one TV. And to my first stepdad, the abusive one's den. And he had this black, hard black leather couch. And we were all excited. We're going down there. And we sneak in there. And we go and we sit down. And we're, we turn it on and get ready. And then we see the light from upstairs come on. So we Uh-oh. turn it off. And we hide on the other side of the couch. And he comes down in his terry cloth robe, knowing that he didn't have anything underneath on. Oh, no. And he sits down and starts watching Debbie Does Dallas. No! Oh, no, no. How long did y'all stay back there the whole time? We did what any other kid would do. What do you think that is? Fell asleep. No. After about eight minutes. Okay, we're here. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't waiting that whole movie. Suppose he didn't fall asleep. (laughs) Don't tell me, Mom, but I just I didn't want to lie to you. (laughs) Didn't want to lie to you. I was watching uh, The Perfect Fine on Netflix the other day, and I had this discussion with my daughter because her and her mom were talking to each other on actual phones, and they had hers was the one that lit up the phone at the base of it lit up. Then our mom just had a regular pickup whole phone, and I told my daughter, I said, you know what, we're gonna do this because I got a landline, and when you move out, you're gonna buy a real phone. I'm gonna get you a real phone. I'm gonna have one, and that's how we're gonna talk. And she just looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah, I don't think you could do it. I could do it. Oh, it'd be annoying. I remember being on the phone. I love the slam down. I love the hang up. Like that was my favorite. Someone I can't else. hang up how I want to now. Like it's just it just nicely leaves. Especially if you're angry and you want to hang exactly. up on something. Exactly. I uh-huh. want to slam it. I want you to feel it. You, yeah. They'll never here we'll add to this. We we can we'll, we can continue this cuz I got more of these, but <laughs> we can add to it. They will never never know the feeling of angrily hanging up on someone. Yes. There's a difference, <laughs> me holding my iPhone in my hand, of going, 
Screw you, Bob. Click. <laughs> right. If you can even then, get to it that fast. If I if I if I really want to be just real angry, I'm going to throw my five, six, seven, eight hundred dollar phone because that right. makes a lot of sense, right? Not at all. <laughs> Versus having that Atlanta. cheap, hollow, almond-colored phone mm-hmm. where you're actually yelling as the phone's going down on the receiver. <laughs> Then they really feel it. Oh, yeah. You can feel that slam in your ear. And on the other side, they hear it and it mm-hmm. hurts. <laughs> the wind come through the phone like, <laughs> dang, she was mad. Oh, yeah. Hello? Yes. Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just dial tone. And you feel good. Like you just oh, got I a, feel great. You just like had a bump of Coke. Right, you walk away, you feel great. Yes. And confirm, yes. All right, we've got some more. If you want to add to this list, maybe something that's been told to you or passed down or just an experience, whatever. 916-909-0985. Like I said, you can also use that number for the text machine there, messaging data rates apply. We'll continue this conversation here in a minute. Hang on. There's Dawn in Roseville. You wanted to hang up on somebody last night but couldn't do it, could you? God, I was so frustrated dating this guy for five months, and he FaceTimes me last night and breaks things off. Um, I was really only tough because he beat me to it, but I wanted to hang up so bad, and we're on FaceTime. It's like he can see my finger going for the red X, you know? <laughs> but you wanted that, what we're talking about, you know, these things from the 80s and 90s that the Gen Z is totally going to miss out on that us Xers and even millennials grew yeah. up on is that one of the things, and Nikki brought this up, is hanging the phone up on somebody where it hurts. Right. The, it's so powerful, mm. it hurts their yeah. ears. Yes, it does. Yeah. That guy's right. not going to feel throwing it. your phone against the wall, it just hurts you in the long run. So I wanted to say about the water bottles, too, or drinking out of the hose. Yeah. They don't understand that. There weren't water bottles, and I don't mean just hydro flasks. I mean, literally, there were no water bottles. No. It was Evian. Go buy a Dasani or a Crystal Geyser. Those didn't exist. If you if you had a bottle of water, like like an Avion, which an I do, Evian, right, Evian, yeah. I think it did exist. <laughs> you. You look like a weirdo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I remember. Right. It was probably Perrier. Perrier, Perrier right. there you go. I remember when <laughs> water, you know, the water bottle thing became a All thing. Right, and my mother, like, I think to this, still to this day, my mother refuses to buy. She's 76. She refuses to buy. She's, that's the silliest thing I've ever heard. Like a flat of water now? <laughs> I'm not. Right. I am not buying water. <laughs> I'm drinking it out of the tap. Out of the faucet. Yeah. All you'd have is like the Colgan big water bottles or whatever. Right, you know, and that was fancy. Or something like that. that yeah. That was the first iteration, but so, yeah. So, so they, do you, we had it rough, do man. You, Dawn, do you have children? I do. Okay. I have 23-year-old twin girls. Okay, what did, what did, what's one thing, and I want to let you go after this, but what's one thing that you've told them about you growing up that they'll never get to experience? Um, the water bottle was a big one, but I think, um, and the phone, of course, not having a cell phone, not having any social media, no knowledge of anything. So you spend a lot of money in gas because you just cruised, you like stalked the people that you like. What about, there was no, you know, what about the, what about the excitement of going to get 
film developed. Oh, yes. And it was that <laughs> right? shady little place in the middle of a parking lot of a bad shopping complex. Mm-hmm. And the street. Didn't have even like Kodak drive throughs right. like they- a Dutch Bros, but yeah. it was Kodak or something. It, it, but it was, they always hired the, sh- it was like th- that era of the GameStop employee. Yep. It was the oddest. It was my dad, I think. It was the <laughs> oddest person. And they, and you knew they looked through your pictures. Oh, for sure. But for oh, yeah. some reason, you trusted them. Yeah, not to print a third one for them. Right, and keep it. And I don't know why. They're like the most trusted person on earth is the guy at the photo mat. Oh. Back then, I never thought to take nasty photographs, though. Oh. I don't. Well, even maybe like, I had to be a boy. Yeah, but even like pictures of you with your kids or like you with your mom or something. Oh, it was right. weird that they were like voyeurs wow, into your life. Yeah. All right, Dawn. Hey, you th- have to sign like a HIPAA release or something for All them right. to look at your photos. All right, Don. I want to move on. Thanks for uh, listening. We appreciate you. Thanks for the call. Take care. Bye. Right, we'll see. You. Justin in Sack. Uh, add to this list. Yeah. So I worked for a, uh, a cable communications company for quite some time, and I think one of my favorite uh, moments was a gentleman came in, and he wanted to take off some premium adult subscription channels, and we're just going to say they're all of them. But he wants to take them off because it's on his girlfriend's account and wants to pay for them before she finds out. Oh, no. And I said, oh. I said, I said sure, no problem, sir. I'd be more than happy. Go ahead and do that, right? And then, that doesn't happen a lot nowadays. Uh, but then the next month comes in, and it's the same guy. And <laughs> he's like, I need to take them off. I think my friends are playing a trick on me. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's not quite understanding how it works. I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm not going to shake your hand, sir. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried using two remotes? <laughs> so, <laughs> this is where it gets interesting because me being a salesperson, I said, well, did you know that our lines are dual bonded? And um, so you can have multiple internets at one location. So let's sign you up with your own internet. And then the world is your oyster instead of spending $150 a month. <laughs> and that made sense to him. Oh, that, that made After what, two, three, four <laughs> months of him coming in? Uh, it was like two times. And finally, the second time when I said, hey, why don't you discover the internet? Mm-hmm. It'll save you more money. Oh, how, how old was this guy? Probably 60s, 70s. Okay, I just introduced my mother to the internet. She, like, I, I told a story earlier today, like, the internet was out for the first time. It was her mm-hmm. first experience that not having internet. I mean, her place never was even set up for internet. It wasn't wired. It wasn't wired. Like, they had mm-hmm. to do everything. And so today she texts me and she goes, you know, I, I, I can't watch my, my, sh- my stories. And I'm like, well, what's wrong? She's like, I'm not getting that internet thing. And I said, oh, internet thing. I said, well, look at the router. Of course, she doesn't know what the router. I go, look at that white thing, you know, that that is the lights on that we set up. She goes, it's blinking. I said, well, just unplug it and plug it back in, you know, instead of turning uh-huh. it off. She goes, I did that. I went and got my hair done, and I left it off for an hour. I thought it'd be powered up by now. <laughs> I said, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> so explaining that stuff, you know, it's like, oh, Jesus. All right. Hey, got to run. Thanks, Justin. We appreciate you. Here's some other things. Uh, AOL Instant Messenger. Yes, the open of the door shut. Chung, chung, chung. Oh, somebody's on. Let's go check. You've got mail. So these are things that uh, from the 80s and 90s, there's a Reddit thread that Gen Z is going to miss out on. Parents not having 
HD security cameras. That's a big thing. I was a bad kid, so we snuck out a lot. We hmm. did a lot of bad things. There's no, you know, the the plus side of that is that you can catch your kids if you have a bad kid doing these things, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like Ring is a kid's worst enemy, right? Absolutely. You know, the entire company is the kid's worst enemy. Yeah. We didn't have to worry about any of that. I think the closest thing to home security cameras that we had uh, was uh, sensor lights, floodlights. Oh, yeah, they, but those things lit the whole neighborhood up. Because they were network connected to a dog. I was about to say, and a dog. That's exactly <laughs> what I was about to say, and a dog. Network. That's what I had. That's so what it get me. Somehow when those lights went off, a dog barked. The first Absolutely. Bluetooth? Yeah, it was the first Bluetooth. Right? <laughs> exactly. Going off of what that guy was saying about cable, do you remember when – all of the cable channels came in at once, and it was your box that did the work. So there was always some guy on the block that had a descrambler. Yeah. Because they came in as analog. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like done at the cable company. It was done in-house, and your box was the one that was allowed to do that. So you would get like the, you'd catch the scrambled channels, and every once in a while it'd focus on a boob or something because it was Skinamax. You know about that, right? Thank that, you. No. Your box doing all the work. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that was a good one. That was a good one. I'm going to give you that. I'm like, what? And you didn't have a descrambler, but when you're not shaving, you have a detangler. <laughs> See how quickly those That's come off your tongue. <laughs> and he says he's not even surprised right himself. I know, himself. he's not. Yeah. Look at him. Browsing the video rental store. That's another good one. Oh, that was, so, that was half the fun of Saturday. And getting there in time before all of the new releases were already booked. And yep. my personal favorite from this thread is real actual boredom, which my wife and I go back and forth with all the time. I think I think kids should be forced to be bored because it teaches them to deal with themselves and, mm-hmm. and not have to rely on other people. And things to do, and, and they want to always be going somewhere. I'm like, where do you think you should be going? Well, they, it's all, I don't mind them go. I don't, like my daughter, I don't mind her going places and doing things. Go out, do something, be outside. She likes to be active. That's great. But you don't always have to do it with someone, right? Yeah. Like, you can do things by yourself. Mm-hmm. You should learn to be by yourself. But they won't do things by themselves. So that's what I'm saying. Like, my daughter's an only child, and she's just like, well, I'm bored. And I, okay, well, find something to do. Well, I want to go somewhere. There's nowhere for you to go. Right. Do something at home, in L- your room. Like, do you something. have to find, like, you have to learn to, to, inter- creative. to entertain yourself. Absolutely. You know what I would do when I was a kid? And I was at home alone. I was bored. I, could, I didn't go anywhere. I was just there by myself. Mm-hmm. I would make a list of chores to do. Now, you are the only kid on the planet who did that. No, Nobody did that. Nobody would, made chores to do I would that. organize my toys. <laughs> I might get, like, and I would I would block it out, like a time block. You know, oh I'd be God. like, okay, so from 9 to 10, I'm going to put, you know, my Star Wars in alphabetical order. And then from 10 to 11, I'm going to jump on the Commodore 64, play some Spy Hunter, maybe write some code to change the color of the background, you know. And then 11 to 12, I'll have lunch. I'll sit there and I'll watch television. <laughs> You know, watch baseball, whatever. Then from twelve to one, what? You were the You've star. been like this your whole life since a little child. You made out these plans for yourself. Yes, your whole day in block. Yes. Yeah, I don't know another kid ever who did that. I was the original Google Calendar. Clearly, you were. I'm the OG Google. Mm-mm. But also, he started smoking and drinking at like nine. The two don't jive. He's like right. the most well put together thirty year old and the worst eighteen year old, but he's a ten year old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the two don't jive at all. 
<laughs> they don't go together. Why are you looking like that? Like you're confused. I'm just listening to you guys. You're not normal. Because I'm not done. From one to two, we smoked and drank. <laughs> <laughs> two to three, we picked up prostitutes. <laughs> Four to five, we went to the clinic, got checked. As you should. Five to six, we broke into houses. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, my six God. Six to eight, we met Ray. He gave us weed. Ridiculous. <laughs> busy, busy day. Full. Busy. Full calendar. I still have so the busy. papers at the house. I bet you do. <laughs> And they're in the alphabetical colorized order. They are. Oh, you know, know they are. I know. How are you not a lawyer? Oh, God, that was... Or smart I would have been. <laughs> All right, third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you why the Haunted Mansion premiere was ghostly and what new way a city is issuing parking tickets. All right, get you those two big stories from today. Nikki D will get you a third round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. That phone number, if you need the good guys, 530-GOOD-AIR. Just have them come out and check your stuff because you never know what could be wrong with it. I had a few things wrong with mine. So thanks to the good guys. 530-GOOD-AIR. Nikki D. The Haunted Mansion premiere was a true ghost town. H5. Last week at the ESPYs, Hanish gave the movie a backstage shout-out before the strike was called. This might be my last opportunity to promote anything that I have done with the studio or network. Hollywood is definitely in crisis. That they are. According to TMZ, um, the movie premiere of Haunted Mansion came and uh, they did it at Disneyland. And they didn't have any stars to actually walk the carpet. So one of the things that they did that I thought was kind of cute was that they had actual, like, characters from Disney walking down the aisle of the carpet and things like that because they're still on strike. So they can't have any of the actual celebrities coming out and doing the things. So what I'm wondering is what is Hollywood going to do for premieres that they have upcoming? Are they going to go ahead and cancel them? Because this premiere was a bust. Well, they can still, like Barbie. You're talking about that Barbie movie. Yeah. You didn't realize it was not out. I did not realize it was out. It doesn't come out until Thursday. So. But they, they've already done their premiere. They did their, oh, mm-hmm. they did the press and the premiere. They already did all that early. That's <laughs> why I thought the movie was already out, because I remember seeing all of that in the news. Well, that Sound of Freedom, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm, Sound of Freedom. That, that, movie, that dude's still doing interviews. Is he not part of this? Maybe he's not. Some of the people that are recording, like, uh, Game of Thrones and those type of actors, because they're under some type of different umbrella than the SAG, they're still filming and doing all their things. Yeah, but they're in England. Yeah, but they still have to have a SAG card to work here in the United States. Yeah, but, like, Jim Caviezel isn't under, like, he's not, that Sound of Freedom isn't an English film or anything. Then how are they still doing whatever they're doing? Well, the, I, I I think there's if they're not in the union, right? I mean, they choose not to be in the union. I think there's like 180,000 actors that are in the union, whether you decide to walk with your people Act or out. not. Okay. Like I just saw a video of uh, an actress, you know, promoting some kind of makeup product. I thought they couldn't do that. Here's what's going to be interesting, but this is down the road mm-hmm. because you know right now how this documentary-filled world we live in right. works. Somebody's filming a documentary and they're going to feature actors that we know or any actors. So they're technically working when this is going to be released. 
because you know that's being something's being filmed. That is yep. a good point. So yes. after the fact, and I will make sure I hold these people accountable. <laughs> of course you will. Is if you're striking, and the whole concept, the whole point is I'm not working. Uh huh. And there is a documentary or numerous documentaries that are released after the fact, quickly after the fact. I mean, there was literally a documentary released after that submarine went down. Within a week. Yes, it was. So I can only imagine that when this is done, how quickly a documentary. If you are an actor and you are in that documentary, you are breaking the rules. That is true. Because you are working while you're supposed to be striking. I wonder if anybody else is going to call them out on it, though. Nobody else thought about it. Nobody's that smart. I definitely didn't think about it, so you just said it. Yeah, you're the people's champ. I'm the people's champ. (laughs) (laughs) I've maintained that. Since right, but I mean, that's that's a really good observation, right? That is. I have it marked, so that way that we can pull this back up when you can come back and be right. Because I, I see these cameras, you know, rolling as they're marching and doing their thing, and I'm mm-hmm. going, I go, somebody's yeah, somebody's doing something. Wait till this sneaky. comes out, and then you release it. That's not. It's against the rules. You got to stop. Mm-hmm. You know, like I uh, good for you guys. You know, do what you got to do. But I'm just saying, if you're going to say something, do it. I don't like people that don't do what they're going to say. Bothers me. Say what they mean and mean what they say. Yeah. All right. Second one. More ways are coming out now to give me parking tickets. This is crazy. H6. Our cameras are able to be accurate to within 10 centimeters. Um, we know if a vehicle is moving or whether a vehicle stopped. We don't make any more or any less, depending on the number of violations that are captured. Cities have started installing AI cameras on buses that can tell if you are parked illegally. If you're in a bus lane, if you're on one of the red lines, you're not supposed to be parked there. They've already rolled it out in New York and D.C. And now Santa Monica, California is doing a test run. And when they did their test run, they didn't give anybody fines. But this is what would have happened. They got 511 violations in 45 days. Each ticket would have been two ninety three, giving them a hundred and fifty thousand extra in revenue. So you know everybody's gonna start doing this. Good for them. I mean, we need to crack them. down on people, for example, that leave their cars at the airport and just walk in there in a drop off pickup zone. <laughs> Whatever technology, and thank God the aliens left us with this stuff. <laughs> Whatever technology we as human beings can use to Get rid of the bad element <laughs> that is the parking violator. God bless them. That is insane. What if you need to just pull up to a, a store real quick, run in, run out? Every one of them curbs have the little red thing that says you can't park. You jump out real quick, grab yourself in and out. Now you're going to get a ticket because the bus rides by and catches you? What makes you special? Oh Why are you gosh. above the law? It's not the you law. You figure your bet. You can't. The law is. This is the problem right now. <laughs> is people think they're above the law. No one's above the law. If it doesn't work out to your favor, then you're going to have to figure out a solution. But you know, people like you are bringing this country down. I'm definitely not bringing this country down. There are just some laws that everyone breaks. Everyone almost speeds, except you. I already know. And most people park on the red line for a second. Yeah, and they all should be held accountable. No, but you've just gotten away with it. Yes. Okay, let's say same scenario, okay? You've pulled up. You're going to be in the store for a total of five minutes, mm-hmm. okay? In and out. Two minutes into you parking, flames erupt on the outside of the store. That's where the fire truck needs to go. Right. And that's where I made the mistake when I went hiking in Auburn, is I parked in a place where I was not supposed to park. I did not know it. It was an accident. 
But nonetheless, I still parked in the wrong. That was where emergency vehicles, if they needed to be there, needed to pull up. And ironically enough, like a couple days later, somebody dies in the river, right? So God forbid I was there and I'd hinder somebody getting rescued. I deserve to pay that fee. I knew it. I I didn't go in the air and bitch about it and say how I was right and the the system was wrong. I was an adult. Listen, I the world needs more people like me and less like you. However you want to see it, okay? We definitely and that's need not more me. people like me. That's not me saying that. Uh, that that I'm I'm not. Who's not? Who's saying it then? Well, I've got so. Oh, okay. Dear Jason, <laughs> hey, it's Nelson. <laughs> I'm wearing a purple shirt today. I'm on the show with you. The BS, the Bailey show. I agree with you. Nikki's trash for the way she parks. That's correct. Trash? If I could quote a really smart man, Ben Kenobi, he says, the world needs more people like you and less like her. Just don't tell her I said it. See you later, man. By the way, Circle yes or no if you like my shirt. <laughs> Don't say maybe. No. It's Nelson from the show to your left. Bye-bye. No, we don't like your shirt. I'm circling it for him. Who's we? The no wasn't to you. Yeah. Well, I'm helping him out. No. No, it's only one area to circle yes or no, and it's my yes or no. Okay, well, circle no. I'm telling you what to circle. Yes. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Told you he was care. the people's champ. I don't and, care. And a heart. In oh, a heart. In a heart. <laughs> Your shirt's ugly. And I'm still going to park Dang. on the curb Dang. when I need to park and jump out. Your I just hot. hope the buses don't catch me now. Sheesh. Why are you trying to break the law? Because it's not a law that's a big deal. It's a law. All Abide laws, by the law. All laws are broken at some point. All right, good. Well, well I hope you get arrested. I hope you're one of those people arrested. that... Put up a fight and don't want to give your ID. You end up getting tased. God forbid you get shot because you think you're better than the law. That's the problem. Everybody, well, it's not a big deal. That's why everybody that steals needs to have a baseball bat to their kneecaps to learn them a little bit. How do you feel about that, Nelson? I'm not pro violence you are to the thief. kneecap. You are a thief. I'm not a thief. Yes, you are. Why oh, are you over there? God, if I, ever caught, if I ever caught, if, if I owned a, a sriracha thief. store. <laughs> you caught me there. And you came in. Laugh it up, Chuckles. Ah! And you stole Sriracha from my store because you're like one of these people that think they can steal. I would take a baseball. I've always wanted to take a baseball bat to somebody's knees. And I would hit your kneecaps and watch you buckle. That's my worst nightmare. And then I would kick you in the back of the head to knock you out. <laughs> That's my worst nightmare. And I would love every second of it. Like it makes All my over knees, Sriracha. It makes All my knees over Sriracha. Like, right. That's not my problem. That's his problem. He's all over Sriracha. I would never I'm st- not a violent man, but when it comes to stealing, I hate it. I would never steal from a store. Just a restaurant. They, listen, it's probably not even real Sriracha. What am I really stealing at that this point? Look at who's coming up with excuses right, now, Nelson. Exactly. You want to write some more letters over there? Delinquent excuses hmm. is what it's called. Hmm. Look how I flipped that on you, ugly shirt. <laughs> well, easy over there. I'm good. God. So angry with the ugly shirt. <laughs> I'm told purple's a good color on me. Because why? I don't know. Like Barney. I love you. Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You love me. <laughs> you did put a heart on there. A lot of people call me hefty. <laughs> That's really good, actually.
with a great big hug uh-huh. and a kiss from me to you. Ooh, you hear that? He ain't kissing you. I'm weighing in at 442. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite 442, but I respect it. It fits the lyrics. I respect it. <laughs> that shit got an applause. <laughs> that was a great song. Great song. <laughs> All right, I'll give you, uh, if you were paying attention, I think the other day I was talking about this announcement thingy and whatnot. I'll give you a little update on that if you care. Also, the country singer Jason Aldean is getting some internet heat over a music video that he released a couple months ago. And for some reason, now it's a big to-do thing uh, where some pretty serious accusations are flying his way. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, we'll run it down for you here in just a minute. Hang on. Rock. Nah. Nah. Welcome back. It's the BS. All sponsored by Sky River Casino and Elk Grove. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, Nikki D. There's Nelson. Got something on the text machine? We do. Yeah. Have you ever slammed the phone down, then picked it back up again, and the person was still there? So you had to hang up a second time. Yes. I have done that as well. <laughs> yeah. It's it's funny. That's something we didn't mention earlier of like uh, the Reddit thread that we were talking about. Uh, what did I say? Uh, things from the 80s and 90s that Gen Z will totally miss out on. Mm-hmm. Actually, some of the best moments come from that you pick the phone back up or they think they hang up and you still hear them. Yes. I heard my mother and my brother trashing me for Ooh. 20 minutes. And what's frustrating is you can't say anything to them. Right, cuz you got to be quiet and you don't want them to know you heard. No, no, no. Like even they're not listening. Like they you, <laughs> they can't hear you. So if you're like, "Hey, pick up the phone. What are you doing? Shut up." They can't hear you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay, I know So you're, you're listening now. to them trash you, and you, like, you don't want to hang up because you want to hear more. Mm-hmm. It's the weirdest kind of conundrum to be in. <laughs> right. A little bit. All right. Uh, before I talk about this Jason Aldean thing, so on, was it Friday? Was it Friday I talked about the the, the changes? The ch- 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 yes, change- it was Friday. Okay. So uh, without going into the whole spiel again, I will tell you tomorrow. We'll give you the full rundown of what I was talking about. You know, the, the bottom line is, you know, we've been here for about now four months or so, whatnot. Just everybody's style in this business is a little bit different. You know, mine's different than that person's. That person's different than mine. Neither right, neither wrong. You know, it's just we hope that you like what we do and how we do it. I'm talking about you, the audience. Uh, I will tell you my style is where I come from and my style of talk radio is is very you know, honest and I don't kind of subscribe to the hidden messages and thinking that you're stupid and don't see changes like, oh, I don't realize that we came in for that damn show. Don't mention their name. It's like it's not a big deal to me. Right. I have respect for anybody that's behind a microphone that gets a check for it. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, you've noticed that the the rad radio show is no longer on the station. I just it bothers me when radio looks at their audience and goes, Oh my God, they're never going to know. Like somebody has to go on and say, Hey guys, this is what's happening. This Mm -hmm. is your radio station. If you're going to run imaging for a radio station and say, This is your station, you're in control and we want you to listen, you have to be on it. It goes both ways. So I've had that conversation with, you know, my bosses. So I have a great relationship and I love it. I was like, Look, you hired me for who I am and how I function, and that's how I am and that's how I function. So we have to have this talk. We have to have this conversation as we move forward. So anyway, with that being said, and I don't want to get the whole thing now, 
tomorrow we will have that conversation. I'll tell you what's happening. There are going to be some changes uh, moving forward and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, just hope you dig it. You know, it's like, well, here, look, I'll be my promise to you is I will be as honest with you as possible. I will work my ass off because I am a workaholic for you. That's my promise to you. It's always been my promise for any radio show I've done. I've done this for almost 30 years. All as I ask in return is just don't be a dick, right? Because, I mean, you can go and troll all you want, but it, we're, nobody's getting anywhere. Nope. You're not getting anywhere because nobody knows it's you. The things you're saying aren't funny. Not that there's been a lot of it, but, you know, like the handful of things. Mm-hmm. Let's just, like, hang out, move on. If you don't, then go somewhere else. Right. It's just that simple, right? Nope, nope. No seeing off our back. Not a big deal. Yeah. All right. Jason Aldean is a country singer, for those not familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, my best friend in Vegas used to be roommates with his now wife. Oh, that's wow. wild. Brittany, I believe her name yeah, is. Yeah, Brittany Kerr was her name. Yeah. Before. She was, she was on American Idol. Yeah, that's correct. And he cheated on his wife with her, got caught in the bar, uh-huh. and then ended up marrying her. And they're happily married now. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not here to judge Jason Aldean on his sex life. No. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm okay with country music. I have no problem with it. You know, Jason Aldean has been no stranger to voicing his political opinions in which way he leans, mm-hmm. and he's got every right to do so, just like somebody that leans the other side has every right to do so. Uh, he's got this song that's called uh, Try That in a Small Town. Mm-hmm. I believe Jason Aldean is a Georgia guy, if memory serves. Yes. I thought he was a Tennessee guy. Well, well, he probably lives in Tennessee, but I think he's uh, from Georgia. I think he? he's from Georgia. Anyway, he's, so uh, this song has been out since May, and now the internet is beating this guy up because they're saying that it's a pro-lynching song. You know, because it talks about, you know, it has has live, has video footage, real video footage, none of it's fake, mm-hmm. of the things that were happening, like the protests and the riots and this and this and that. And he sings about, hey, look, you know, I grew up in a small town. In a small town, people rally around each other. We got our own set of rules. And you're not going to come into our town and spit in a cop's face. It just ain't happening. Yeah, he's from Macon. Yeah, Macon, right. I agree with the guy. There is something to be said about the camaraderie that you have in a small town. Yep. Been there, done that. And so I don't I don't understand why people are upset about this. If, if anything, it's kind of an uplifting song. Well, it's Am like I off on that? the part of the part of where he filmed the music video is like an iconic place in the South where an actual like lynch mob happened. And I think that's literally why they're saying that, because I've listened to the song and the lyrics and the lyrics don't say that anybody's going to be lynched. I think it's literally because of where he shot the video that people are putting that together. All right. Well, let me tell those people something. There's probably not a place in the state of Georgia right. where you could have shot this video that a lynching probably did not happen. Uh, well, well, he shot it many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. I used to live in a town called Roswell, which is a small town in Georgia. It's where I moved from. And uh, it's, you know, pretty well off people. I mean, there's nothing overly racist, I think, going on, but it's still the South. I will tell you the square across from my house Lynchings used to take place back in the day. It's just as part of the South's tradition. Yep, it's history. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not clapping for it. Mm-hmm. It's just that's what happened. You know, that's the Civil War and all that stuff took right. place. Slavery. I mean, it, we we can't deny that this stuff happened, but you can't go back and say 
Like, I highly doubt this guy purposely picked a place because of that. Oh, like he's make, sending a message subliminally? I highly doubt that's what he's like. Nobody's going to catch on to this. Just us guys. Just us four dudes are going to know about this. I, I really find that hard to believe. And that's literally like the correlation that people are saying. And he's come out and, and of course, put out a statement and said that he doesn't believe that way. I don't know him. So they're saying that he also made some statements during the Black Lives Matter protests and things like that. And I'm not clear on what he said. And I don't know his political stance or any of that. But I guess it's just uh, all of those things put together is why the people are saying that. What, what did he say? Well, either way, you know, when those like. We were in Atlanta. I mean, that was like uh, ground zero for that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sitting there. I got a cop at my house during the protest, the, the first night of them, and we're listening on the cop uh, radio before it, things are going to happen. Like, we're hearing, yeah, we're uh, marching down now with the tear gas. And the news is, like, just watching. We're like, oh, here it goes, 10, 9, 8, 7. We're seeing it. We're knowing it before it's going to happen. Look, you have every right to protest, but the second you start throwing Molotov cocktails at cop cars and spitting in their faces, especially during a COVID time when everybody was supposed to be freaked out with masks, that's going too far. That is going too far. That's not how you get your point across because that's the bad element coming in and taking away from the message that the people, the nonviolent people are trying to make. And I do agree with him on saying like, okay, if you don't like me or whatever, that's fine. But attaching something this serious to my name and to my music, like, this is now going overboard. And I do agree with that because, like I said, I listened to the entire song and I did not hear any lyric that says we're going to go and lynch people. And there was nothing mentioned of color at all in the music video or the song. So I do agree that it's so dangerous to take a message that actually means something and cross hairs. And then we're constantly having this race conversation over and over and over again. Yeah, and there's plenty of music videos that have been done through time, pick your genre, that's using footage. From the news, right. From mm-hmm. the news, whether it's race-related, whether it's political, politically related, whether it's you know, war whatever the case may be. And you can sit there and pick it apart. But, I mean, to say that about this guy, I, I think is, is is really unfair. But here is is exactly like, this is the stuff Nikki D buys into, right? She reads the internet and it's like, oh, I'm not shopping at Wayfair because of child trafficking. Without This is what happens with, with the people will mention one thing. They'll bring up a, a buzzword like race, yep. and everybody will jump on board, especially since he's a country artist. I mean, it's easy to kind of throw fingers. Oh, you know, he's a racist, that kind of thing. Well, and some of that isn't like, isn't he playing to the audience a little bit sometimes too? Like how much of it is what he really feels and how much of it is he knows it'll sell albums? Well, I, I really honestly believe – so, I mean, if I were to just talk about the song, I love the idea for the song. Mm-hmm. I love the title of the song. I just think that he did what Kid Rock did, tried too hard. Uh-huh. You know, it's like I've got to put something out in, agree. in order to make a statement. You know, like the whole concept I love. I like the video. I like how it's shot. I like, sure. you know, the backdrop. I like all that stuff. But it's just like – you feel like it could have been better because it was it could have had such a powerful message. Right, like it's forced. You're like it's a little bit forced. Like that mm-hmm. Kid Rock stuff, oh my God, that was horrible. And I love Kid Rock, love Kid Rock. Met the dude numerous times. I got no problem with Kid Rock. He can believe what he wants to believe. I'm not going to pass judgment. That's not my job. And I love his music. It's old school music and stuff. Oh, for sure. But that album he put out about, you know, just because he's so pissed off at the world, was terrible music. Right. Like, you could make a power... It's very difficult, especially now, for an artist to to put out music to have a powerful message 
fighting an opposing opinion. Like, yeah, did that kind of die with like the Crosby, Stills and Nash era? You know what I mean? Like to put out an anthem song like that was I think it was done with Vietnam. I mean, like, yeah, well, yeah, that's what I mean. But in that era, you know, like the 70s was the last time we had like a great, glorious anthem that really everyone could get behind. And every, you know what? Like when Kent State happened or whatever. So pre Iraq and Bush and Green Day and American Idiot. Mm-hmm. Right. And a lot of that pop punk or punk in general wanted to fight the system during, you know, the, the Gulf Wars. Right. The, the second Gulf War. There was a gap between the 70s and there. And all as it was, the only thing that we were mad at in music was our parents. Yep. That was it. Right. We wanted to fight for our right to party. Right. We're not taking it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're sleeping with our teacher because we're hot for our teacher. Uh-huh. Yep. You know, I mean, we want nothing but a good time and we're living <laughs> on a prayer. <laughs> Kickstart my heart. Because I'm looking for Dr. Feelgood. Amen. You know what? In worst case scenario, I've got 18 in life. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's what we were worried about. Right. You know, and then you get into like the late 90s, or then you get in the 90s when grunge comes, we hate our parents even more. Yep. So, I mean, we're taking it to the next level. Give me some Doc Martens, some flannel, and some heroin. (laughs) Because I'm a latchkey kid and I'm pissed (laughs) off. And finally, when we got over that, we bubblegummed out. And all we wanted to do was wear shiny shirts and go to clubs and listen to boy bands. Huh. Yep. You know? That was it. Oh, those were some good pills. And then we had to go to war. You know? Well, everyone's got screwed up with war. Thanks, you know, Green Day and American Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like they did. <laughs> and, then it, and then it just started getting angrier and angrier and more political and more political. Uh-huh. Even when Rage Against the Machine, which is one of the ultimate political bands, you know, were a thing, you know, in their prime, they might... Nobody like that I can remember listen to Rage and goes, they are way off politically. They do not know. Right. They do not know what they're talking about. No one's ever said that. Right. No one ever said that. No. Very political band. Like their whole career was politics. Flowbots, Authority Zero, all very political bands. No one's ever. Have you ever had anybody come up to you and go, Authority Zero guys? I went to Solomon concert. I got to tell you, they've got a lot of bad information. (laughs) (laughs) no No one's ever said that no right they rocked so now every it's just it's a different time it's a different world it's you know what's exciting about living in today's world is wondering what's next yes what's coming down the pipe right and you hope for the best if you're an optimist Mm -hmm. and you expect the worst i'm just waiting for aliens that's it like, I want to see it. That's it. Right. Give me something to distract me. I, I, we might need more than just jelly roll. <laughs> right. <laughs> but just give us something musically to distract because these artists like Jason Aldean and Kid Rock and, you know, Pearl Jam on the left-hand side of things, and everybody wants to bitch and complain about stuff. And they have every right to do that. But let's let's get back to nothing but a good time. Let's not stop believing. Let's get back to some unity, some we are the world. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah, I remember you. <laughs> I remember you. That's what you want. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Oh, I'll oh he you- came. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh. I can do this all Don't day. Don't you push him <laughs> I now. I can sit and listen to this all day. Let's I, not I, I, Well, you and I can sit there and have our cherry pie. <laughs> 
and think about heaven. <laughs> and every time I see you smile, that's it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. Run out of titles oh my God, for the time it. being. Did good. Yeah, I did, did good. Did okay, right? Yes. Yeah. All we right. had the time of our lives. We well, that's no, I know. I yeah. Whatever, right around it. Thanks. Never been in a car crash before until now. Thanks for driving. Appreciate it. Um, you want to talk about how bad of a parent you are? I do. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I meant to bring this up yesterday. And I... What? Yes, I do. You want to talk about how bad of a parent you are? He's not sure, off. absolutely. I cannot wait. Uh-huh. Well, you're going to probably want to get in on this, too, right? (laughs) Absolutely. After the purple shirt debacle of 20 minutes ago, I'm sure she's ready to pile on. You know what we get him for Christmas or his birthday? What's that? Air tags. Ooh, good idea. Do the Android make an air tag? Oh, we got a problem. sure they have some kind of form. Houston, we got a problem. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want to know why Nelson is a bad parent, keep listening. Hang on. Oh, I got to ask, I should have done this earlier. Does anybody know where I can get my truck weighed? Um, Didn't didn't Chris give you a recommendation when he called and told you about it? So the dump, right? Yeah, he said the dump. But will they give me, like, I don't know, whatever I need to take to the DMV so I can get my registration? That's what he said he had to do for his truck. I've been sitting here stalling for three weeks because I was going to get a vehicle, and then that just didn't pan out. I'm wasting my time, so... I'm driving around with a bad tag, and I've got all my information, so I'm just like waiting to get pulled over and go, look, guys, I'm trying. I've been to the DMV seven times. <laughs> they keep having me come back. The last piece is i got to go do this. So what are you doing right now? What am I doing what? Driving around with your tag suspended. That's breaking the law, right? No, 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 no. I've got a temp tag. You no, can- you don't. I do, yeah. I have not seen no temp tag on your truck. When's the when's the, when's the last time you looked at my? It's a no. It's a temp sticker tag. Oh, what is in a window or something? Mm-hmm. No, I'm going out there and look soon as we get off air today. Why? Because I have not seen nothing temporary on your truck. You are right now driving around breaking the law, which is what you just accused yeah. me of being some horrible person for doing. But, and you're doing the same thing. No, I I just told you I have a temp tag. Well, I just want to go tag. see it. It's called a temp sticker tag. Okay. I just want to go see it. Also, yeah. if you are pulled over mm-hmm. and you are levied a fine, yeah. what will you do about that? Well, pay the fine, of course. Okay. Immediately. <laughs> if I if I didn't have my temp sticker tag. But she has his temp sticker tag. Temp sticker tag. <laughs> that just, I've never heard of before yeah. in my life. Either way, he will make good on the punishment that he is receiving is what he's saying. But if I did get pulled over and they're like, why do you have a temp sticker tag? I'd say, well, it's because... <laughs> And I'd tell the story, but then I'd show all the information, the paperwork, and how much of a headache it's been for me to try to get a registration here in the state of California. It's absolutely absurd. Oh, okay. But thank goodness I was issued a temporary sticker tag. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny over there. Because I do not believe you, and I know you're lying, and I'm going to your truck with my phone. You got some big hairy balls to call me to a liar. Go see, oh, you're a liar. I got to tell you, you got some big ones over there. <laughs> I do, under yeah. my arms. Yes, you do. They're hanging ball ornaments. <laughs> Fellas makes you want to reach out, doesn't it? She's single. (laughs) Dangles Nikki's arm balls. All right, let's talk about Nelson and uh, him being a bad parent. So on many levels, right? So the like, here's the thing: he's got his kids. You can take them back, right? Yeah, take them back to the store. Okay, the store. So, so like the stork. So his like uh, 
he doesn't like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Discipline him at all? No, he does not. Right? He tries. That they don't listen. Accurate. They don't. Nikki Nelson, I have not seen you discipline them in a way that was effective. I've heard you yell. No results. Right. No results. They don't care. I watched his daughter. He's like. Mm-hmm. I don't know what language you're speaking, but <laughs> and she just thought it Absolutely. I was like, dude, at some point in time, you just got to backhand the kid. Well, I can't hit my kids. You have to. I can't do it. It's gotten to you. Good smackings never hurt somebody. Just take so a, you've never spanked your kids ever? Uh, I've spanked Penelope and I've smacked Roman on the hand. Oh, get a belt. Get an Indiana Jones whip. I actually smacked Roman in the back for attacking his sister the day uh, later on in the day you're about to talk about, right. and I felt bad, but there was uh, oh, um, you puss. Get a uh, taser. You know, I did, I felt less bad because it was there was a black parent that was near me, and I knew that a black mom was be totally okay with me spanking my kid. Absolutely, damn right. You know That's what, what I mean. They so need like, a beating. Trust and believe. I asked Nikki D's daughter. You know. Uh, when we're out at Wake Island, <laughs> these are my exact words. I don't mind sharing. Go ahead. I said to I said to her, I said, Maddie, I go, if you ever acted like Nelson's kids acted, what would your mother do? She goes, I wouldn't have even got that far. <laughs> and I said, that's a good parent right there. That is she a wouldn't. good response. She fears her. She knows your better. kids should have a little fear of you. The problem is that I haven't hit them in so long that they don't fear me. And that's why they back down immediately when Nikki D got upset with with Roman one day because he doesn't know whether or not she'll smack him. So here's the deal. This is why he's a bad. Well, I mean, that's the setup of the bad parenting. But so he keeps losing his kids like numerous times. When you say lose, what do you mean lose? Like he. Like Nelson's here, uh-huh. and the child's way over here, and he doesn't know where they are. And in between is tall trees, <laughs> I mean, basically, <laughs> and a state line. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's horrible. That's not wrong. <laughs> I for real, for real, lost my my kid this weekend though. How did like, you do that, Nelson? Twice. What was the second time? Oh, I'll tell you. Tell them the first time. The first time was at the boardwalk in Santa Cruz. What happened? So we went down there because I wanted to take them to the ocean because I hadn't specifically done that yet, right? We get okay. out of the ocean. We're going to go play some games on the boardwalk. I've okay. never been to a boardwalk before. So it was like a reminiscent of me growing up and seeing like Coney Island on TV, right? Mm-hmm. So they have a thing where you get a, a card or whatever that like lets you play the games. And in the time it takes you to make make, make a transaction at an ATM, essentially... I looked away, and when I looked back, he was gone. Penelope was standing next to me. Roman was gone. A huge crowd of people. And I I didn't know what to do. You just ran around yelling. I, I had already a, know I, you did. I had, a white, I had a white mom moment in a movie, yes, where I spun around, where the mm-hmm. camera could spin around me, and I'm yelling his name. So how'd you find him? You know what? Unlike TV, crowds are very helpful. At least they were in Santa Cruz, because as soon as I'm going, Roman, Roman, where are you? I had six different people asking me, what's he look like? How tall is he? Which way do you think he could have gone? And so I started going the only direction that Penelope wasn't, down the boardwalk. Some other woman saw him and had the wherewithal to realize that this is a kid that's running by himself going one direction. I'll walk him back the direction opposite of where he was going and met in the middle. Did you know what he was wearing? Yes. Okay. That's good. (laughs) What was he running to? No idea. (laughs) Probably back down to the ocean because he wanted to go back into the water. I think he was running to. Probably. Home. Away. (laughs) 
He's running away from home. I got you. He's doing that blink, blink, blink thing that we tell Dinosaur Mike about. Get me out of here. So that's the that's the that's the first time. No, that's not the first time. That's the second time. Well, no, I have a second time. No, no, I have a first time. When? Well, I'm, all these numbers. I'm this so confused. Weekend? He lost his daughter when we went to the zoo. He didn't know where she was, oh, and yes. I found her. Because yes. she just walked right off. She did. Yes, that was. That and was. I did. That's why I know he just started screaming because he did the same thing at the zoo. He's like, but who am I? I'm like, dude, let me go find this little girl because you are driving me nuts. Why don't you put them on leashes? Because you don't put. I'm gonna be on. They got that this white one, guy that has white kids on a leash. It's <laughs> better than losing your children all the time. You I'm, lose your kids. <laughs> I'm like a bit in like a Dave Chappelle stand up, and they do the cheesy white voice, and I got straps on my kids and. But you keep losing your kids. God forbid something were to happen. So that's the second time. And I, so there's a third time. You are a third time. Yes. I'm a third time. And what happened with your time? We're at Wake Island and Rach and I are getting a drink or some eat, something to eat at the little concession stand. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't lose him then. I knew where he was. And we <laughs> look over and we see his son by himself standing there just kind of wandering around. Mm-hmm. And we're like, where's your father? I don't know. Where's your dad? I mean, like where somebody could just snatch him and just walk off with him. For and one, just walk off with him. We he didn't know where he was, and so finally we find out that he's inside buying sunscreen. Why he didn't take him with him, I have no idea. So he was inside that little. Um, yeah, he was only area. T- he was only and left 20, him outside. He was twenty feet away, but yeah, he left him outside. So the kid was wandering. Oh, I left him at the table. He was supposed to be eating his food. The kid's autistic. He's six. What do you expect him no, to just don't sit? Don't let that little son of a bitch fool you. Whoa, he tricks whoa, you. Whoa. He is way smarter than he lets on, and he loves to play people up because he's figured out how to work people. Yeah, well, you. Yeah, work. You. Yeah. Work, 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 work. So you we, are the one he works the most. So, like, Rachel and I are kind of watching, and bef- <sighs> this was before we talked to him. Like, mm-hmm. we're just kind of wa- like, maybe we're missing something. We didn't want to overreact. So we start following him. <laughs> I see the two of them through the window, and I have to come outside to be like, I know where. No, he's this at. is before that. He was walking the opposite direction, like to where everything was at in the park. What's going on, okay. And so he goes down to the water. Oh, no, did not. <laughs> now you are embellishing. What did he do when he got down there? He forced his head underneath. <gasps> the sand. So y'all had to save him. Well, we're watching. We're going. What's happening? Okay. You know, when he comes up. and Kind of like how he put his head underneath say. Nelson's belly? No, yeah. Oh, so that's the thing he does. He was like, <gasps> you know, just a big gasp. And I was uh-huh. like, what is he doing? Oh, and then we see him reach in his pocket and then put something in his hand and then in his mouth. Oh, oh what was that? I don't know. I, he threw a pill bottle away. Oh, <laughs> you are so ridiculous. So Rach and I are looking at each other like, where's Nelson? <laughs> And so he get, he he gets up from the the beach, oh my God. and he staggers like whatever he just took has made him disoriented. It hit him that fast, and he goes over to the zip line. <laughs> Mind you, that is a, that is across the park from where he's describing. He climbs up. And he still hasn't seen us. Uh huh. But he climbs up the zip line. Uh huh. And starts shimmying across it. Yeah, with his hands. With no rigging. Well, at what point were you and Rachel going to intervene? 
Well, we were there for sale. Like, if he dropped, we would have called him. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. I got you. So he makes it halfway through. Uh-huh. And he pulls out a knife. Whoa. <laughs> oh, got a knife. One of them little switchblades. Uh, machete. Yeah. A weapon taller than he is. <laughs> And so he finishes shimmying with the machete. We're like, what is he doing? He cuts the zip line. Oh, my goodness. So now you got to pay Wake Island. Yeah, I'm not allowed back at Wake Island now. Oh, my goodness. And then we watch him go back to the concession stand. And we're like, can we help you get your father? <laughs> and all of this during a transaction of me getting some sunscreen. Yeah. No, son, I had sunscreen. I don't That's know. what he said, too, when I walked out. I had out. three bottles. I don't even want to tell you what, what I saw him do before all that. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't we have headlines? He went into a car, started it, pulled it into a garage. Where is the garage? Near Wake Island. This is another time he saw him do it. And he oh. just pushed the gas pedal. Dang. Listening to Home Sweet Home by Molly. <laughs> Nelson, you do got to have a better watch on your kids. A way better watch. You got to have a better watch. Like an Apple you watch. You keep losing them everywhere you took go. Took the words right out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Find my iPhone. Anyway, you take them back to the store this weekend, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. God, thank God. They'll be safe for them. <laughs> Jesus. I love your kids, man. Really sweet kids, but thank God. <laughs> oh, Nelson's flustered 24-8. All right. 24-8. Fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you who said 10 million is chump change and where you can go grab a free bunny. All right. Get you your fourth and final round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Quick. There we go. <laughs> Quick like Brooke in uh, Roseville. What you got? I just wanted to stick up for Nelson. Um, I have a 13-year-old son who's on the spectrum, and when he was about six in that age range, he used to take off all the time. Uh, is there a face? Was- is there a Facebook group for bad parents that uh, Nelson can join with you? <laughs> you would be the moderator then, right? Because I feel like. You must uh, know all there is to know about good parenting. I do. I've got numerous books. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, I wanted to say um, my son used to take off quite a bit because it never occurred to him, like, the ramifications of what he was doing. Right. Uh, Even more than, like, a typical child, it didn't occur to him how much he was scaring me or what could have happened to him. Yeah. So, um also, I wanted to say, though, after he took off enough time, we did get him a leash. They oh, make God, little no. backpacks that look like cute stuffed animals. Right, monkeys. Yeah, that's what I said to him. Hey, by the way, just let me say yep. this. Let me say this to you. I'm, I'm joking about the bad parenting. You know, this know. Is all, it's all just fun and games. I'm joking. With you, not I him, know. but you. But Yeah, with you. <laughs> and also, even though he still got the little subtle shot in there, to back him up, he is the stepfather. I don't think I'm speaking out of turn here to someone. He helped raise... Uh, he helped raise a child that was on the spectrum, so he does have uh, he does have compassion in that regard uh, for special yeah. needs children. So. Yeah, we beat him. <laughs> we beat him. I can't help you if you're going to hurt yourself like that. I'm, I'm trying not. to back you, Bailey. We, we, what we did was is we we showed him passion of the Christ <laughs> <laughs> and told him that if he keeps it up. He's going to be 
that it was in jest. But okay. I also I also wanted you know Nelson to know that uh, you know if you feel like you need to get the leash, there's really nothing wrong with it. My son did eventually grow out of wanting to do that, but uh, I um, and also to your point about how your son is smart enough to. Uh, work people uh-huh. it didn't take my son very long to figure out how to use his uh spectrum disorder to his advantage yeah. teaching things like that so well there's so, brooke brooke, yeah. I, brooke i've got to run but there's more to this story i promise you so feel free to call <laughs> anytime when this comes up all right <laughs> okay all right take care you know who else makes a good leash kong at petco Kong. <laughs> All right, quickly, we're running late to uh, the headlines. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. GoodGuysHeatingCooling.com. That is their website. Go ahead, Nikki D. Nate Diaz says he needs way more coins. H7. Right. So is that, that's not a thing that you don't think that's going to happen, or you're yeah, not sure? Probably. Okay. Right. Oh, yeah. He said it's $10 million. For what? For the $10 million offer for you guys to find the cage. Don't cost more than that. <laughs> nice, nice. Cost more than that. Nate Diaz is set to fight Jake Paul on August the 5th in Dallas. It's just a regular boxing match. Well, now Jake Paul wants to call him out to have an actual MMA match. And Diaz says he is not having an MMA match with him for $10 million. That's definitely not enough money at all. I don't think it's called a match. What, what is it called? It's a fight. A fight. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, it's not okay. It's like a tennis match. Match wouldn't be a tennis well, it's, fight. It's called a boxing match. So I said a MMA match. It, I didn't think it was. Nate Diaz match. would destroy him. Yeah, in an MMA fight, it'd be over. It'd be over, right? I love what the Paul brothers have done to the industry because they've brought storyline into the industry. Yeah, it's very WWE. Very WWE, but they're actually fighting, and they actually yep. can fight. Yep. They do well, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's like they have monthly meetings where they just all sit together and they go, how can we work the public? Who are we calling out? Right. Yeah. Here's, I got an idea. You tell me that you want to change it to an MMA fight and you'd offer $10 million. I'll turn it down. We'll have Bill over here record it. And then we'll post it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it'll go viral. It did. It's a know, work for but sure. We'll settle it. You know, I'll do it for 20 but we'll already agree to that. And then we'll set up the MMA fight after the boxing match. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a Paul... Diaz, which oddly enough, I knew a person named Paul Diaz, a Paul Diaz too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what you do. And what would make it even better, because I believe Nate Diaz has a brother that fights as well. The both of them fight. Have a tag, have the first ever tag team MMA fight. Oh, that would be that excellent. That would be cool. Absolutely. That's what you guys should do. I'm almost positive he does. He's a Sacramento guy, right, Nate Diaz? I, I don't think, know I think he from. is. I know Uriah Faber is, but I think uh, mm-hmm. I think Nate Diaz as well. But and I'm almost positive he has a brother. Dude, get your brother and have the first MMA tag team match. That would be so badass. Let me see here where he's from. No, nothing. No, I was. I thought she was about to say something. No. She said she was uh, Stockton, California. Stockton. Yes. Right. Close. All right, close. Yep. All right, give me a second. Peter and friends have taken over a Florida suburb. H eight. One of the neighbors moved a couple of years ago, and she just left her rabbits in the street when she moved. They were not spayed or neutered, so they started multiplying, and now there's probably 50 or more rabbits in the neighborhood. There's a community in Fort Lauderdale who have over 100 rabbits just running rampant. Like, you remember that story of the Al-Qaeda's I told that was covering people's houses? Well, this is what's happening. Al-Qaeda? Terrorists? Yes. No, the cicadas. Oh, John? The grasshoppers. 
I thought you meant the oh R&B artist. Oh, gosh. No. Oh, my God. You said Al-Qaeda. <laughs> this is why I hate talking to you. I swear. I can't say anything wrong. I thought that town, I thought that, town that had all the Al-Qaeda's Taliban them. Yeah. They wouldn't let them in. No, they're not allowed to come in anymore. Yeah. Oh, my Man. gosh. Grasshoppers. I'm trying to say the name of the things properly. And you guys just got to call me out. And you Can put I an S on the end. Our job is to say what people... <laughs> Are saying in their cars. You just called insects Al Qaeda. Yeah, I miss also there has to be some kind of wreck that just happened on I eighty. Someone <laughs> heard that and had a stroke immediately. Oh my God, the Al Qaeda's are here. Al Qaeda's everywhere. <laughs> this was the same oh scenario. God. Is what I was trying to say in this story. So people are now. So trying what's happening? To the bunnies are overrunning these neighborhoods. Uh-huh. They're damaging people's homes. Mm-hmm. And they're now trying to get someone to come in and remove these bunnies. That's all I was trying to say. Yeah. What are they attracted to? <sighs> what do you mean, what are they attracted Why to? Why are they there? Are like oh, they're carrots? there because a woman in the neighborhood was a breeder. She, breed, she bred the bunnies, and then she just up and left, and she left all of them in the street. Really? And they, of course... They're not spayed or neutered or anything like dogs, so they started multiplying and yeah, now they have hundreds. Yeah, humping like rabbits. That's yeah. the saying, right? That is the saying. Yeah. Yep. You know, you know what rabbits love? Carrots. No. And you know what type of music? Um, Hip hop. <laughs> I was trying to get there. I was trying to get there. Oh, gosh. Kate, I said that, man. You said Al-Qaeda's. I meant cicadas. John? <laughs> Am I still saying that wrong? No, now he's cicadas? messing with you. Like, John Cicada. Because I'm going to be honest with you. The first time I've heard <laughs> you know grasshoppers. John is, right? Yeah, oh my yeah gosh. but there's also. Yeah, that, that hurts because it's e- equally confusing for her. <laughs> because at least Cicada would have been correct. <laughs> Whatever. Al-Qaeda. I'm just going to say grasshoppers. I'm over it. Oh, my God. I'm so how many Taliban? Sal- cicadas aren't grasshoppers. <laughs> how many Taliban are there? They are grasshoppers. I mean. The what Al Qaeda? How many Al Qaeda's are there? I don't know. Hundreds, hundreds. I don't know. They were covering the houses. <laughs> Just leave me alone. Just like the women had to be covered. <laughs> oh God, I feel oh embarrassed. I'm normally not embarrassed there's, if I say something wrong. There's it's so many of them. They wouldn't let the women drive and the kids go to school. Oh my God. All right. Last minute calls, comments, concerns. <laughs> 916-909-0985. Don't be alarmed. The Al-Qaeda's are not covering <laughs> the communities. It's Fort Lauderdale. In Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> Get something on the text machine if you choose. Messaging and data rates apply. Uh. If you've ever been to the 16th Chapel, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Roll some credits and get out of here on an Al-Qaeda Tuesday. I'm getting a new job. One that doesn't have you say words. <laughs> Maybe you should be a sign language person or something. An SOS giver. <laughs> Go back to the Navy and see if they need you to tap code. <laughs> All right, give us a minute. Hang on. That's odd. I'm getting a phone call from a grocery store. You got an like order or something? saved in your phone? Huh? How do you know it's a grocery store? Because it says where it's calling from. It's not no. saved. It's just caller ID. 
I don't have caller ID. Yeah, why that like started up in the last year or so because I've started getting caller ID on my phone now too. And so like where did that come from? I don't know. I think there's an option. Like if you want spam, you know, it's a spam filter, at least on the iPhone. Mm -hmm. Now I'll get that where it'll say spam, but yours is showing you like where it's from. Mine doesn't do that. Yeah, that's what it does. Well, I'll call them. I wanna know. See what happens. Hey, I uh, appreciate you being here today. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is uh, Nelson. Yeah, you know, like I got a call from Walgreens the other day, and you know, because I won't answer the phone if I don't know what the number is. Right. And it said Walgreens. I was like, mm. I, I was like, forgot that I had. I didn't realize I'd call her ID. Right. You know, and I had to go pick up some medicine, so I went and I, I found a place to, to continue my testosterone maintenance. Right. Mm-hmm. And I go in, and they they're fantastic people, but it's really interesting. Unlike the place that I was going to in Atlanta. They, when they take your blood and they look at all your levels, it was little to nothing to do about testosterone mm-hmm. or weight management. It was all about getting your levels right. So this thorough sit down with the doctor and I'm, and I'm talking with them and they're great people, Dr. Bogard, and uh, she's very knowledgeable. She's got her little puppies running around. It was a cool experience and like an hour and a half and she's just educating me on my body. In, in the levels. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I go and I, Amy is the last woman that you meet with and see, she's like the business manager, but she knows she's like, she's really smart with this stuff that I have to take like 15 different pills a day now. Dang. So when I went to Walgreens, there was one that was prescribed the rest are supplements. Mm-hmm. And it was something for my thyroid. Mm-hmm. And I guess like your thyroid. Well, I know this, but your thyroid has a lot to do with weight management. Yes. And, and so this medicine is also for inflammation mm-hmm. that helps with acid reflux and so they wouldn't let me leave until I talked to the lady at Walgreens. Really? Wow. And this lady would not let me leave. She wanted to talk to me about this. You know, like there's people that are so passionate about something that uh-huh. you just yes. want the cliff notes for. Uh-huh. She would not let me leave. And I appreciate people that are passionate, but I had things to do. <laughs> <laughs> I had to pick up a prescription from Walgreens and I picked it up. No big deal. I left. They called me like two days ago to ask me how everything was going well, that's and sweet. if I had any questions about the medication. Well, that's sweet. I know. I'm just taking Claritin. Do you ever uh, make friends with somebody like when you're not feeling well in the sick aisle? Because you know you both have the same thing. No. You don't really talk. There was a guy in the allergy aisle and Rach had some allergy things going on and sorry, picked up a conversation with him like, <laughs> what do you got? Stuffy nose? <laughs> Yeah, man. Hey, I might. Yeah, I would, if I were you, I'd try this stuff right here. It's pretty good. <laughs> Sounds like a Claritin commercial. Right? Do you have a stuffy nose? Well, like your it, eyes itching. I always think if I were single, that that's you know they always say church is a good place, the grocery store mm-hmm. for some reason is a good place, but I always thought the like the CVSs, the Walgreens back in the day, the Eckerts, the Rite Aids, those types of because you automatically have something in common. If you're truly there mm-hmm. for a specific thing, like you go to, let's say, Walgreens and you have you're suffering from your allergies, you're getting allergy medicine, whatever the case may be. You have something in common with that person that you can talk to them about that. No, because then that both of y'all are sick and hacking and spitting up. You're the last person I want to date. No, thank well, you're not, Jesus, you're not spitting up. I'm just saying you're like, oh, you're stuffy nose. I'm stuffy nose. We should go get some soup. Yeah. yeah. Share a bowl of soup together. Share a bowl of soup together. Mm-hmm. I told you, there was a girl I dated back in the day, Don Juan to Bailey, dude. She, we met. She wasn't feeling well. I dropped her off a bag, and I didn't stay, of soup and like Nyquil. Baller. Now move. that is good, dude. That is good. That's why, fellas, single fellas, 
find a chick that's sick. She will be yours forever, and it, and it's like less than ten dollars. Right. Campbell's soup is like a dollar twenty nine. I don't know what it is now, but uh, right, right. we'll get the Lipton stuff. Get a thing of orange juice. Get some uh, Nyquil. That's how this guy won me over that I wouldn't date. Right. Mm-hmm. But the trick is you can't go you you can't go store bread. You got to go legit. Oh yeah, it's got to oh, be absolutely. name brand. Name brand only the best. Right. A wall drill. Right, you can't go like Bikewell or something. No, I don't know what that is. All right, Nikki, you got anything before we get out? Yeah, I need to know if anybody's hiring. Oh, are you quitting? I'm quitting. Does anybody have a nonverbal communication job? Can I just type? That doesn't include words or talking. <laughs> Any sign language people? just want to type. She just wants to type. No customer service, no, no. answer on phone. No customer service. No. None of that. No. No history, no music, no nothing. <laughs> Go be a court reporter. <laughs> Preferably something in the Al Qaeda <laughs> terrorist uh-huh. type of thing. I was going to say the other, the only another product you don't want to buy store brand is Al Qaeda repellent. You know when they cover your house. Oh, that's horrible. Right. You, you never want, get rid of them. No, you want to get the raid on that one. You definitely <laughs> SEAL yeah, Team Raid. SEAL Team Raid. <laughs> <laughs> want to get the raid? Absolutely. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Is that your final thought? That's my final thought. Right, that was a good one. <laughs> All right, look, have yourself a great, safe rest of your evening. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a share. Listen to the BS on social media. And if all goes well, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 3. Yep! That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What?